Oh, wait. Did you just get it? We're starting. Oh, okay. I was just going to tell him about when you played the tune because of our production value. You know? Don't talk. Don't talk. When Zach hits you with the don't talk, don't yeah, talk. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to show you an intro video. And when that happens, just watch the TV screen because you're going to love the intro. And then don't talk. But we also need to give him a headset. Oh, it's already started off. All right, just put those on when the intro starts. Well, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are here with a special guest today, Wix Patton. You might know him as a an artist. You might know him as a kid from Landmark. You might know him as a tight end from UGA football. I just know him as the kid that made me quit basketball in high school. So <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so so this was I was talking to Jack Patterson. And I was like, yo, we might have Wix Patton on the pod. And I was really excited. And he was like, are you sure? Like, uh, like, wasn't he the reason you quit? And it reminded me that you kind of were the reason I quit. How come? All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's bad. You remember when we went to uh, that Birmingham camp in, yes. at Landmark? Yes. I, you were getting started over me the whole time. And I got, I got coined defensive specialist at the camp. Because I was just stealing. I was cookies That's from everybody fire. that went over the half court. That's fire. And I said, you know what? This kid's way too tall. I'm never going to be anything. <laughs> I'm just going to quit basketball. So, But we played different positions, though. Oh, yeah, obviously. I think you were like a four, right? Yeah, yeah. You played like a shooting guard. And Zach so played what they got to do with me, then? What did I, what <laughs> I, I do? You, you crushed my spirits. <laughs> Why am I the trauma, the trauma <laughs> guy? Said because you were younger, but you were getting the starting time. You oh, crushed my spirits, too. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do something that Wix would never be able to do. And I said, I'm going to become a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> And now, and now look at you. You SOB. You're hilarious, man. When I think of Wix, back when we were... What year did you graduate? Uh, 2017. So that was two years younger than you? You were 15? Yeah, I was 15. So when I knew you, you were in eighth grade when mm-hmm. I was a senior. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were playing JV basketball in eighth grade. Yes. All right. I remember one practice early on of that year, and I was like... I don't know what you were doing. You know, you were young. And, <laughs> you know, you're in eighth grade. And I don't remember if you were bitching about a drill or something, you know, messing around with your friends. And I always said, hey, Wix, quit being a pussy. And you said, I'm not being a pussy. You know, you're in eighth grade. Yeah. And I said, all right, all right. This is Wix, guys. He's, he's not a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it takes, guys. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like John had some like John and his friends had some ruthless nicknames for people, but then once they got like once they got coined, like if they were cool enough with it, it was like like there was a kid named Bacon. No, nah, what was Peyton Hayes? Uh, meat. Nickname? He was meat. meat. I don't remember how Peyton got that name. I don't want to be meat, bro. <laughs> I don't want to be meat. I don't know. I would be like, damn. I don't want to like, take that with me. That was just, sup, meat. That's sup, like, meat. That's kind know. of a classic. Unless a girl gave him that nickname. <laughs> that'd be pretty smooth. You know what I mean? I well, I think Godby used to call him Country Club. And I thought he was saying um, meat. Like, <laughs> like a club sandwich. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyways, and then somehow just got a turkey club, and then it just turned into meat. All right. And then I was just sup meat. All right. Let's go you. intro.
Got to keep on watching, and that we do, folks. That we do. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're good now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was amazing, bro. What an intro. Can we get an applaud for an intro, man? That was awesome. And so me and Zach, me and Zach sang that song. So we also, if, you can't, if you can't tell, we're really good with parody songs. We could yeah. be like the next, like, brother Lonely Weird Island. Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Weird Island. Al is that better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does Lonely Island do parodies? That's all they do. I'm oh, trying no, to make no they're, they're the not doing parodies. They just, they're just funny. They just yeah, make yeah, funny songs. Make yeah, we can do the same thing with that. Yeah, but, but they make original funny out. songs. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I mean. Well, that's going to be that stuck in my head for the next month. <laughs> movie night. Shout out. Movie uh, <laughs> night. <laughs> shout out Alan McDuffie. We always shout out. Do you have like a number one fan? Yeah, you know your number one fan? Because uh, ours is a guy named Alan McDuffie. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely have some really, really like ride or die supporters. Yeah. Like I've had some supporters like tattoo my name, tattoo lyrics. No. Yeah, tattoo. I, I've had tattoo me. I've I've had a lot of amazing supporters, like people that have gone really hard for me. So how does it make you feel getting your name tattooed? Amazing. It was so. You don't think it's a little weird? When does it get too far? Like your face? Nah, because someone got my initials on their face. Whoa! No, your your face on their body. Uh, yeah. I mean, they got, a, like, a picture of me with a ski mask on for one of my concerts. The first concert they see me, that they got me tatted anybody. on their leg. No shame right here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. How do you know it's you? That, that could be anyone. Because it's, it's, she showed the video of me performing, and then she got the exact same me with all my tattoos on my legs and the exact same ski mask I had on. Oh, so it's yeah. me. Yeah. Like, the exact same, like, look. That's a super fan. These people, they're just amazing, man. And Dude, that's I don't take it in a weird way. I take it as an honor because y'all know I'm... Y'all know I'm flooded with tattoos. I don't know if you've seen me, but I'm completely what? covered tattoos. Oh. <laughs> you have tattoos? You have tattoos? <laughs> well, what I mean is, right, I got, like, a lot of tattoos that are commemorative to people I respect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so like, a ton of people. Even if I just work with somebody, I love them a lot, I might just get a tattoo that represents, like, something that, you know what I mean? Yeah. means something to me that they did just to show love. So, to me, it's just nothing but respect, and I just, I appreciate it so much, you know? Let's that. dive into the tattoos. What was the first tattoo? It was this one, man. Oh, you went straight on the arm. Straight the on the arm. My whole arm, color, and everything, So man. when you got that one, you were like, my parents are going to know. No, it was really bad because my dad told me that if I got a tattoo, because this was right after I stopped doing music, I was living at home. Or stopped doing football. Yeah. Right when I stopped doing football, I dropped out, and I was like, all right, I lived at home for a little bit. And he was like, if you get a tattoo, you have to get all your stuff and go. And I was just, I, the night before I played my biggest show of my whole life, it was at UGA at an event called Shower Cap. There was like thousands of kids there and I got to perform and I was just feeling so alive and I was like, man, like I can really be an artist. This is what I can really do, you know? And I just, I wanted something that I could look at every day and like have that, I gotta take the headphones off. That could yeah, represent That could represent <laughs> me, you know what I'm saying? That yeah, I could look yeah. at it and be like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm doing this and people could see it. And I was tired of being introduced to somebody who like used to be a football player. They're like, Oh yeah, you used to play on the football team. But I had just done a show. Yeah. Like I was trying to put out music and prove that like I could be a legitimate artist that people listen to. So that get, leads me to a question. Like I know you were making music with Collier, right? Mm-hmm. Like prior to this experience yeah. with the SEC championship or whatever it was, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, right? In high school, we were making music. Yep. So Rose Bowl, were you ready for this? Were you like thinking no. like this was your moment? No, I was got- terrified. Like I was horrified. Like I had like full of anxiety because basically at first we go to this comedy club and guess who came on after? Like Theo Vaughn, uh, Chris D'Elia. 
Yes, they came oh, on to right perform freestyle. Yes, because they came to perform. Theo Vaughn was the first one that went on because they came to like you know perform for the UGA team before yeah. the Robo, and they did Alabama or they did Oklahoma also. So for us, we're in there. We just had free time, and we have a bunch of like funny ass characters. Like imagine all the class clowns, like the top ones at every school. Yeah, that's what the football team was. These guys just happened to be athletes. So everyone's on stage freestyling. Somehow they got the audio guy playing beats, and they're just like literally up there freestyling. So I'm just sitting there quietly. And one of my friends at the time, uh, Stetson, we were both freshmen, like, you know, walk on. You boys with Stetson? Yeah, we went on, like, spring breaks together. Lofton would go with us and stuff. Jeez. So I'm sitting there quietly, and my little friend group knew I could rap because I would yeah. freestyle all the time in front of them because I still I could do it, but no one but really knew it. Yeah. So they were like, hey, does anybody else want to come up here and rap before, you know, we go ahead and wrap it up? And my friend's like, Wix, Patton, Wix, Wix. And everybody's like, so people are like, what? So people just start joining in and everybody just starts chanting it. I'm freaking the fuck out because I have like long hair. I had no tattoo. I, I, had, I was just like the shy tight end just trying to fucking work my way up. I hadn't been rapping. I had taken down all my music. I was trying to like create like a new beginning for myself. Yeah. Because music didn't work out and I was kind of humiliated and I was really, that's what I'm saying. I used to make music with Collier and them and when it didn't work out, I used to be watching and supporting all of them and it used to kill me inside because I was like, I want to be an artist. I want to be doing the same thing. But I was just like, you know, obviously God gave me this opportunity with football. Maybe this is what my life's supposed to be. So, with all that happening, man, I go up there to freestyle because they're like, Wix, if you don't come up here, we're going to tell Coach Smart you were late for curfew. And everybody's like, oh! So I, I fucking <laughs> walk my ass up there. I'm like 255. I'm like... Dude, you're huge. Yeah, so I, I, I go up there, I grab the mic, they played Mask Off by Future, I think it was, or it was like Rolled in Peace by Kodak, and I just freestyled for like two minutes straight and ripped it. Yeah. And people were just going nuts, hyping me up. Yeah, hey, crazy. Hey, so after that, I walk off, and then Roquan Smith, he ran back on stage and was like, Nah, Wix, you gotta do that again. This time everybody gotta videotape this. Yeah. So I went back up so there. That was your second take. Second take. And, and so then the first one was crazy, but then the second one, Jake Fromm, all the starters are in the front, Nick Chubb, Sonny Michelle, and they had their phone cameras out there watching me like this. <laughs> so nuts. I'm like, I'm freaking out. It's crazy, right? But I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, here we go, I gotta kill this. And as soon as the beat came on, I just I guess God knew that was supposed to be like my way of finally getting some notice and enough energy to take it seriously because I just blacked out and just ripped a whole freestyle again for like three minutes and then just handed the mic and like the whole place went nuts and then Theo Vaughn came on and called me the White Migos. And so he called me the White Migos. So then we took the clips that we had, posted it on Twitter. I had my friend who was also like a walk on. He had like 200 followers on Twitter. I just didn't want to post it myself, I guess, because I was embarrassed. I was like, bro, can you post this and just put White Migos? And he posted on Twitter. I showed it to some of my teammates that had a lot of followers on the team. I was like, look how crazy this is. They retweeted it. The next thing you know, like an hour later, it had like 100,000 views. And then it had like close to a million. And then different blogs were posting it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's finally <laughs> happening. Like I was getting notifications. And I was like, okay, bet. So that made me have the confidence to get in the studio. And some other starters on the team brought me in and were like, yo, come freestyle with us. Come kick it with us this weekend. So I went, started kicking it with like a lot of like new friends that were like, kind of accepted me for who I was because at the time I was honestly like that around that time in the season I was really like depressed because me and my friends weren't really getting along and they didn't really understand me and I just was like really depressed man I was like yeah. drinking all the time in the shower like fucking cutting myself doing all this stupid stuff right because I was just like mad depressed and confused because I was like I finally made it to Georgia and this is everything I ever wanted and I was like getting clowned in the locker room by people who were like my peers you know what I mean because I wasn't necessarily like the frat boy type 
model. I didn't. I was still kind of figuring out everything. You know what I'm saying? And so. It was crazy then when that happened because then people started knowing me as like this rapper and they were giving me respect. So it was like the UGA lifestyle after this rap like significantly different? Or yeah, it was it, a lot different because it, it was it, like I started getting embraced by different people that probably maybe wouldn't have given me a chance that like started to want to give me a chance to know me and through that it allowed me to be comfortable with expressing myself and it was just an amazing experience. How long was it before like so how how many months or years was it after the video to like when you dropped out like i dropped out too it's not like yeah that. no it's all good so um it wasn't until my sophomore season because it was amazing because you know i was making music i did the the ep with Collier. we did a mixtape and, and and we got clowned by everybody i didn't care like we got to put out music and it meant the most to us so me not doing that and then having the video go viral you said for me to drop out so i started putting out music and using the leverage that people actually cared that i was rapping because i was a uga football player so they're like i'm hitting up my homies that know how to work the twitter back end and they're teaching me how to like come up with clickbait posts that make people want to tap in so it's like uga football player freestyles at the rose bowl and it, it goes Easy. viral so then all these different people are posting it I'm, I'm learning how to do marketing and so through that, it finally starts popping off. And I put out my song, 100 Miles. It popped off. I put out an EP with one of my teammates. And it did well. Mecole Hardman, who, like, caught the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, he, like, tweeted out my music. And it was just crazy because through that, people actually finally cared to listen to my music. So that gave me the courage to, like, put out music and have people that supported me and managed me. And for the first time, I had people that actually, like, cared about what I was doing musically. So that was enough for me to go hard. And then once I started getting a lot of recognition on 100 Miles, I was making money. And the NCAA contacted the compliance at UGA and said, like, you know, like, he's violating the rules. And so they told me that if I wanted to keep playing, I needed to go ahead and take down the music and the things that I was doing. Oh, wow. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to finish out the season. And I just, you know, I could have just kept playing and probably waited a little bit, kept doing music, gone under an alias or did something different. But, like, for me, who always wanted to do music, the, fi the fact that it was finally working yeah. and I had people who cared, I was like, maybe I should just, like, go all in. And so I for just sure. dropped out and, like, I was like, you know, like people don't people go to college to like get educated about their field and go and like have the credentials to go and do what they want to do and i, I don't knew think as, college is about education at all it's How just many? It's, it's just i was like i need to go out there and really like put in the work and like go out there and do what i need to do as an artist and to like be somebody that people listen to and people won't just listen to me for my story so that was kind of my mindset i was wondering if that was the turning point for when you decided to do music full time. Yeah. How many news channels were you on because of that? I was scrolling through yeah. the crowd, like, damn. He was I was on, like, I was on like ABC, CBS, NBC. I was on Fox Live. After that thing went viral, he was on the like several different news yeah, channels. Yeah, I got it. Uh, uh, they're, they're bagging those little situations, but that's yeah. beast. Well, yeah. what happened is, is I um I worked with a, a publicist who reached out to me through. Uh, I got interviewed on a radio station called Six Eighty The Fan. They do like the Braves and stuff, and so. Through that interview, I met a uh, uh, this guy connected me to a publicist who works for like a bunch of different like NBA players and ex NFL players. So like Champ Bailey, people like that, and just kind of helps connect them with different things for you know whatever they want to do charity or news. You know pub that's what publicists do. They just help get sure. your story and shop it out. So basically, I just got with him and you know he believed in me and wanted to work with me and we just really worked on my story and then he pitched it out and you know fortunately every single news like channel that we reached out to wanted to interview me yeah. so it was just Do a crazy experience with that publicist today he actually like went into a different industry and then now he's just back in the field so i want to work with him but man it's, 
it costs it costs a lot of money to work with a publisher. Yeah, so really? I gotta I gotta just you know what I mean. So, but anyways, yeah, it's just it was a great opportunity for me, and it just like taught me a lot about media training and learning how to do interviews and learning how to like not say certain things and say the right things and just say things that are digestible to where people understand you. You know what I mean, and not get misconstrued or whatever it is. So I just I've been thankful for all the experiences. Yeah, you mentioned your song 100, 100 Miles." That one has like one point five million mm-hmm. streams on Spotify. What uh, thing in your music career are you most excited, like most proud of? Thank you for bro. Thank you for saying that. Um, that's fire. I didn't even think about it having that many places. I would say, like, so, also, before you get into this. I was like, damn, that one's good. There's, like, (laughs) clips that me and John will have that, like, I'm like, this is the funniest clip of all time. And it's at least funny to me, but, like, there's also, like, a song that you have that you're like, I... Why'd that underperform? I would have definitely thought. What's your favorite? So, like, okay, so, for example, right, 100 Miles, I was super afraid to put it out at the time because I was putting out rap songs. I was playing football at UGA, and that's, like, a song talking about like a, uh, a relationship you know what i'm saying and so it's more of like an emotional song it's on guitars and it's got like latin drums so it's not something that people typically hear where it's like alternative but it's got like a latin type of move to it so i don't know man i just i was working with this producer steve hibiki he did 17 versions of 100 miles until we got the version he liked the best and he was just like man put it out like do it and so i put it out there and uh it it caused some recognition people actually liked it i couldn't believe it and then this label wanted to fly me out to uh, Beverly Hills to shoot my first music video. Yeah. So we shot it there, and that was just a crazy experience. But, yeah, I was really proud of that. I appreciate you bringing that up. And it's just been cool because that, for some reason, that song has stayed consistently getting, like, a few hundred plays every day. And yeah. I don't know. Shout out to all the people out there that are playing it and all the people that have added it to playlist and it's well, just since it's really your cool. most popular, typically if I'm showing, I'll be like, yeah, this yeah. guy, I know him. And but like, but yeah, so. to what you were saying, right? Like, I've put that out song. so much more music since then. That's the first song I put out under my name, Wix Patton. Yeah. So, like, I put out tons of music with the label, with money behind it, with radio support, with marketing, with music videos that were, like, you know, probably cooler concept that I've... And that have not come close to views with that. You know what I'm saying? What's the song? And so it's like, I don't... The song that I feel like would have done the best, and it's still growing, is John Wick's. I feel like that song is just so dope. I feel like the music video is crazy. It's my most popular music video. Yeah. But I feel like that song, I'm surprised it's not big. It didn't pop off as much as you wanted yeah, it to. Yeah, and it's got like a couple hundred on Spotify, but I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I guess it's just like, man, for me, I, I got to do artist development, so I made a lot of songs, and a lot of them haven't came out. And because I went through as uh, being a signed artist, every single song that they pick to put out, you know, and put money behind, you want to pick the right one. So if you have like 100, 200 songs, all these songs are just waiting and I'm still trying to get them out there. So like independent artists, they just drop whenever you drop, 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 drop. Well, you'll hear stories about people that will be like, at least like people that post videos and like, let's just say TikTok. And they'll be like, yeah, just post everything. Because, like, the one that you don't think is yeah. going to pop off will be the one that, like, takes you the furthest. Yeah, and so like, where are you signed? People wait for the right time. You know what I'm saying? And then they sometimes can wait too long. And you is never know. Right the right song can hit at the right time. And you just do the right marketing. Or people people hear it and they love it. Or it gets picked for TV shows. Like, syncing and licensing has been game-changing for me. Um, my song. So I'll sign to Big Room Records. Still work with them. And um, for syncing and licensing, I work with 101 Bleed. 
And so like they basically take your music and they shop it out for video games, movies, TV shows, commercials, oh, and try to get songs placed. Sick. So I got my song Why placed on the first ever virtual reality Madden football game. It's yeah. so like the one that Lamar Jackson's in the commercial and stuff. So like you know you get there, you set hike, and you're like looking around the VR headset, throw it. My song plays like when you go in the locker room to pick your team and stuff like that. That's yeah. badass. Oh, yeah. That's so sick. that's like I've gotten that placement and I've gotten some other ones, but I've been able to see from little things like that, and that was that was a big thing but like they get you tons of shazam so it introduces your song for life to people so like imagine your song is in a killer movie right like people will sometimes see a oh, movie and the song is shazam. amazing and then you're like yo i remember in that movie so then that song is a moment for life so it's yeah. like movie placements all those things are game changer but um yeah i signed uh like three months four months after dropping out of college um, and I always I always knew how important it was being like an athlete. We played on sports teams and stuff like that. Like I knew I had to have a team yeah. behind me. And we played on sports team for a second. When did you start playing <laughs> football? I didn't even know you played. Next bro, thing you know, you're on George's football team. Bro, I freaking yeah, how did you do that? I didn't yeah, make the team. I didn't make the team in football in eighth grade in, in public school. Yeah. and was humiliated. I didn't make the basketball team seventh or eighth grade. This is so, Michael J Jordan story. No, but listen, no, <laughs> I'm being for real. Ask anybody. I didn't make the team in seventh eighth grade in basketball. Couldn't run. Track. I didn't have the grade. I did it in eighth grade. Football didn't make the team. I was the only eighth grader that didn't make the team in my school. Was humiliated. Was freaking embarrassed as hell. So I, I left my school and was like, let me go and try to like do something for myself. And went to Landmark, bro, and was like, I wanted like meet new people. I was honestly, I went to a church camp. Y'all are gonna think this is crazy. And I seen that boy Mason Mahaffey worshiping by himself, and I saw him the whole trip, and he was doing his thing. He didn't give a fuck about nobody, and was just like, <laughs> I seen how he was as a person. I admired him, and that made me want to go to Landmark Mason also. Mason Mahaffey, Mason wow. Mahaffey did. That's beautiful. That's so awesome. shout out to that boy. And so <laughs> I hope Mason Mahaffey's doing good. Me too, bro. He's awesome. I love that kid. I hadn't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. I love that kid so much. Me too, bro. So went to Landmark, and <laughs> that's why it bummed me out to hear you say that. I know you were joking, but like. Like, for me, that ass, like, I will know what that it was like. happened to you? Happened to him. Bro, it happened to me in the worst <laughs> way, bro. I swear, I was like, ball, like me and my homie, right? We both go there like 6.30 in the morning to see who makes the team. He, me and him walk up. He's like, yes! <laughs> he walks in, he makes a team, and I didn't make the team. I just bawled my eyes out, sat in the car for an hour with my dad, and then went to school. You know Watched everybody is. in their jerseys. Everybody's flaunting it. I'm at every summer workout. Everybody knows I'm playing, but I'm not on the team. Yeah. So that was, like, humiliating. I was there for the entire ride, <laughs> the entire hard work part, but then it's like, let's put on the jerseys and play. You're not good enough. Sorry, buddy. He told my dad, he's like, yeah, he's going to be a really great dad one day. He's just not really an athlete. He just <laughs> don't really got it. One day. He had a meeting with rap. my dad. So that was what drove me. I went to Landmark with, like, Wanting to make it. Y'all remember Davis Benefield? Yeah, Davis Benefield. He, he, he made the 7th and 8th grade team at my school, and I did it. So, like, we went to Damn, Landmark. To, we went to Landmark. <laughs> no, but we went to Landmark together, and then, like, you seen, it was just, like, about, like, How'd there wasn't mean? a lot of playing favorites. Coach Mack don't got no kids, and, of course, Micah, but he deserved everything he yeah. got. He was a oh, ball. Micah was a ball. But what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is there was no, like... <laughs> Coach's son opportunity where we were at. At least, like, nobody was getting no leverage for that. Like, oh, we, we were, were the coach's son for a yeah, second. Yeah, that was our problem. We got that in middle school. Yeah, we got exactly. high school. We but no you know what I'm saying. At high school, though, <laughs> at least from what my knowledge of being there was. I was a hooper. 
Yeah. John was a fucking baller, but you were good too, bro. And you sell yourself short, yeah. bro. Don't it's listen to this guy. This guy had a no. fucking crazy shine. So Wait, did John. I thought I was phenomenal. <laughs> that was the problem. You kept, you kept getting my minutes, bro. That's but, bro, I was. I called Coach White. It was around Thanksgiving time, yeah. and I said. I called Coach Ryan and I said, hey, Coach, uh, I got to talk to you for a second. And uh, <laughs> I said, I think I'm going to quit the team. And he was all, like, he was all distraught. And then at that point, I started, like, tearing up. He wasn't crying, but I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> he was fine. You were hilarious, man. But he was like, uh, listen, man, um, uh, I don't know if this is the right decision, but if that's what you want to do, then that's okay. And then I'm just, like, tearing up behind the phone. And I was like, yeah, I think this is what I want to do. And then I don't really regret it, but... I don't know. I just couldn't have Collier was starting before me. Wicks Collier was, was so me. good. I said, you know, Collier, Collier was, was a baller. And you don't understand. Collier's being best. bullied by Jackson and to be a good basketball player. I'm just kidding. I'm 100 percent joking. They've always been good since they were kids. I don't kids. think Collier wanted to be a basketball player. <laughs> he he did he until but you know what's you know off what's, of Jackson. But you know what's crazy though too? Yeah, that is funny. But he was a baller and. Uh, like me and him started doing music at the same time. Like, well, I was writing music growing up and stuff like that, but was like real quiet about it and stuff. But like me and him both decided like let's both rap. Like let's do this. Yeah. Like really, and then we even called Joey, and Joey was rapping with us, and then we did this song together. He rapped over the phone. I think we laughed at him, and then that made him say fuck this. And then yeah, and he's in the NFL. He's out of all of <laughs> yeah, house. you guys actually got like a solid squad. But we have a great friend group. So so I mean, like even like as like a year at Landmark. Yeah, like, y'all have a very impressive year as, I don't know what you did, uh, Don Payne. He was a year older than me. Yeah, but Don Payne's awesome, such a good guy. <laughs> you didn't do nothing, I didn't do nothing. Yeah. Our, oh, our, our, our year didn't do anything. No, not us personally, I'm saying our year didn't do anything. Beasy is famous. Beasy is famous. Beasy's famous. Beasy's got the UGA podcast. You, you seen that? On that? No, what is that? Brooks has like a... Oh, yeah, I know about Brooks Austin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. like interviews some pretty big people at He talks to Kirby Smart. He, he but speaking of your, awesome. He deserves it. He's great. He's speaking always, of he your parents, there was one time the situation happened when I was uh, in high school, and this was for my senior prom. Yeah. So around senior year, around the end, I mean, sorry, Mom and Dad, but like like this is when I started like dabbling with weed. Yeah. And then I stopped <laughs> smoking a while ago, but like there was a moment where I dabbled, then I got really into it, then I stopped. <laughs> then I got really anxious. That's the progression. Yeah, yeah so, that's what it'll make you anxious. That's I know, sure. I hate the anxiety, so I was like, you know yeah. what, this isn't for me. That's good. But anyway, so I uh, I smoke a little bit of the marijuana and I go to get my suit fitted with a couple of my friends, like I drive with one of my buddies, and I go to the suit fitting in Peachtree City and I'm sitting there in the like lobby of this place and your mom's there <laughs> and I'm like I'm like in that like days where it's like you're baked it's almost like there's like a fan going you know where yeah. it's like uh, you're really not paying attention to anything anyone's saying but you're there Yeah. so your mom turns to me and she says uh, um what college are you going to Zach no really she said no I know I know and I said, uh, oh, uh, Kennesaw State University. And she just looks at me with just utter confusion. Why? And I, I said, uh, she said, what? And I said, uh, Kennesaw State University. Turns out, <laughs> she said, who are you taking a prom, Zach? <laughs> 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 and I 
just Yo, that is awesome. And I just doubled down on Kennesaw State University. <laughs> Who are you taking it from? Kennesaw State University. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was like, that is amazing. I just, I wondered if she like knew I was toasted because like if I, as an adult now, if I saw like anyone that like I knew as a kid and they were high, I don't think it would get past me. No, no, no. You know. I'd be like, yeah, this kid's toasted. What were you saying about like you make a bunch of music, but like they don't? Why can't you release it? Because you, you got pick, one you, song. You pick on the your, right ones, you know. But what about this on your Instagram? But bro, like because of a lot of these situations, let me see. All right, this song is a banger, and I would be. One is it? I don't know. I don't know the name of it. It never came out. Oh my gosh! I know. I really like this one line. Oh my head. Let's go. Because, man, you know what that was for? I was doing, um... Here it comes. This is the best part. Yeah. And, uh... It's fire. You tell me when we were writing it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's... That's a banger. What happened to this song? So... So that session, we did that song, and then we did a feature for CeeLo Green. Yeah. So you're in a CeeLo Green song? I have a, yeah, we have a couple of songs together, and we yeah. we did we did that song, but like we wanted to get footage like of just I guess both because I was already working on the other one. Uh huh. And so that was just a song we made that day. But bro, I have I have a lot of songs that could change my life. I feel like, and it's just. Going through the way that I did, I've been signed to a lot of different people. Like I've, I was, I've had a lot of different things happen behind the scenes, but, and that's kind of hindered me probably from releasing more steadily. Uh-huh. Like I've never put out my own single album. Like, and I've been making music for five years. I've just been putting out singles, and that's what I'm trying to get to that point. And I have so much music. I don't. And that's so where it comes from because of these deals that you sign with people. Because I guess they want to go single by single because. Um, a lot of these labels that have already had success with a single blowing up, a song blowing up, it's like if we just can pick the right song that everybody uh, will love and it goes crazy, then so that'll make, bad idea to that'll make a major label. Because I was signed to an independent label. That'll make a major label want to come in and drop a bunch more money on an album or different things like that. And they were wanting to build me up yeah. and stuff like that. So What does OOMP stand for? What is what? I think OOMP. Oh, big oomp. Big so oomp. that's the record. So, oh, it's it's for anything. anything. It just no, means for anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's his name. So basically, they were. That's the guy's name. Yes, they were running around in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. doing what they were doing, and then he decided to invest in a record label and in record stores with the money they were making, hustling. So they did that. They started a bunch of record stores in Atlanta, and he basically signed DJs and had the DJs in different radio stations spinning music. Then he signed artists. Yeah. And with the artist, he had DJ Unk, who made Walk It Out. Uh-huh. I'm walking out, walking oh, yeah. out. I so he's out. So they had a bunch of different songs that did pretty good. And so, yeah, he started the record label, and they called it Big Oom Records. And that, uh-huh. was, that was his thing. He was the one just kind of handling everything. And so, Who's the coolest person you worked with? Do you know? I know you just said CeeLo. Haven't you done something with Roscoe Dash? Yeah, I have a I whole album with Roscoe Dash. Like, Which is kind of nuts, because I'm yeah, not Jaleel. like a... Jaleel! Jaleel, yeah. Who's Jaleel? Jaleel is this like this black guy that, that does like, a backflip. He's yeah. built like yeah. okay. Freaking I saw that mute. on Wix. I've never I've never seen that guy before. He's amazing. He does like backflips off of like 
He does go to Ashes Nuts because No Hands was like the most popular song of freshman year. Yeah, we now, got a whole album together, yeah. bro. Our senior year I spring got, I've break. I've toured with him. I've done shows with him and Waka. I've done stuff with him and Wale. Like, I've toured around the country. Have you smoked with Waka? Yes. I've, I've opened up for Waka <laughs> like three or four times. I'm telling y'all, like, I've gotten, to, I've gotten to do the row with them. Yeah. Not in a dough. I probably sound like a dick. I don't mean no, that. No, no, I just no, mean no, that, no, like, no, um, no, no. Because, Ro- because I spent so much time with Roscoe, he, like, obviously, his biggest song they have the, together. So, like, a lot of the gigs that I would go with him to open, like, they would be together. So I really get to build that relationship. So I have this question, and I think it should be obvious for you. Do you want fame and fortune or just fortune? Um, I feel like fame just comes from the recognition of people liking what you're doing and supporting you and, and your your work hard work paying off. Because people only, unless you, because, like, you can have a viral moment and then you're known for one thing. But, like, for people to love you and know you and be famous... It's because people are like and they're entertained and infatuated by what you do. Would you want fortune without fame? Because uh, I think that's what yeah, I would want. Yeah, that's cool. But I, I would I rather love... walk down the street and not be recognized, or and like, have a like, like a side take, you know? Yeah. Well, then that then y'all just gotta put in a ton of work and wear a mask or something that people like. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. Like, if y'all are putting yourselves out here and y'all want to be successful, then you're gonna be famous. We're gonna you're gonna have be known. To be... And the thing is, though, is like you become more comfortable as it because you grow into it. You know, y'all start to have little interactions where you go out and people will be like, "Hey, I love your podcast. It's cool." You know, and, and then it becomes a little bit more, a little, a little bit more, and then you. You, then you start to crave it and then you're like damn I just went out and not a single person recognized me what the fuck like, that's how I started to feel <laughs> really? because I'm like I'm putting out tons of music I'm putting out tons of content how do people I've done shows tons and tons of shows like if I go out and don't get recognized when I go out down in Atlanta or something like I definitely if, if I don't get recognized I would feel like shit because mm-hmm. I'd be like damn like I'm not working hard enough or like my brother I'm sure if he ever went out in Athens for how much content he puts out he would be pissed you know because he's like man I'm Wyatt, doing so right? much work yeah why it's killing it uh, but I want to I want to answer your question real quick with the artists I've worked with yeah because I do think people enjoy that and hopefully these songs come out and if they don't then y'all vouch for them to come out like if something ever happens to me <laughs> T-Pain I got a song with T-Pain I got a song with uh let me think let me think sway lee i got a song with um megan maroney i don't know if that one will come out but we did that one in college if y'all know her she's a country singer she's a country singer she went to she's from douglasville cool friends with tay or knows her oh my gosh what I guess those world. are the major ones. I, I don't just know. saw CeeLo Green. But CeeLo Green, yeah, this is the one I'm most excited about. Sway We're going to get that sick. out. Sway Lee well, is sick. But speaking Plus of famous people, what was up with the um, Christine Rock bach- Bachelorette thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you did y'all know about what happened to that, too? I got no, no idea anything about it. I just Absolutely saw a little not. clip, and I'm like, okay. what the hell's going on? So basically, <laughs> I, I work with this casting agency that uh, my boy Sean, he'll hit me up for like different stuff, whatever. Like if YouTubers need somebody and they want to book me, I'll get paid a little, like not much, like 100, 200 just to go out and like, you know, cameo. Cameo and be a part of their video. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so he hit me up because people are like, we need a rock star look guy. And he'll be like, no, the guy. And he'll hit me up. So for the Christian Rock video, he called me that morning and was like, Yo, we have this YouTuber who's doing a 10 versus one, which basically is like 10 guys line up and, you know, you go through different rounds and she eliminates different people until she gets to the final one she Yeah, likes. it was like you got eliminated and she wanted you to stay. I only got eliminated because in the final round, the YouTuber had her brother, like, pick who he wanted to be out. And he picked me because I did the blue face. Did you do blue face because she was with blue face? No, I did blue. <laughs> well, we did blue face because there was controversy at the time. And honestly, 
the reason why the, the, the video took forever for us to make, and it didn't even come out, but it took forever for us to make because Blueface kept calling from prison while we were shooting, and she was paid like 15 racks to be there, and she would just be like, imagine, we're in the middle of shooting, all these cameras, big cameras, and she's like, hello, just walks off set. In the oh, middle wow. of it. And really? just would be gone for like 30 minutes. And nobody, you know, everybody's like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but they need her so bad because obviously, like, we can't shoot it without her. Nobody cares unless we have her in it. Right. So it's like, you know, we'd wait. And then that's why I got out. The reason why I called it The Bachelorette was because it was that concept, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why, why I labeled that. Blue, though? Because we knew that it'd be like, this thing about it, like they're eliminating people the final round. What if it's like on some funny shit? I have an edge by coming out with painting my face blue, being like, "You like blue face?" Like, I, no, not, yeah, yeah. we so knew it'd did, be hilarious. Get the opportunity. To, we knew it'd be hilarious. I did because I at least got to show it, uh, yeah. like get video of it for my own social media. Yeah, it was fun. But the reason why the content ever came out, right? As soon as that happened, like. Two minutes later, a rival YouTuber comes in with like a whole bunch of people in ski masks, dressed in black, and this lady's like, you're not supposed to be shooting this video today. You are supposed to do this, because they shot a video with Krishan Rock the day before in Atlanta that was the same concept. And the dude paid for the video and Man, everything. beef. The dude, yeah, it was YouTube beef. <laughs> it was YouTube beef. But listen, it got crazy because we're sitting there. Everybody's like, oh, shit, what's about to happen? And then he's like, uh, go ahead and finish your video. Because the lady's like, you're not going to finish it. And he's like, yo, I'm finishing my video. So they stand there, right? Yeah. Ten seconds go by. One dude grabs the camera, runs out. And then uh, another dude tries to grab another camera. And the casting director steps up. And they start swinging. Two people pull out pistols. And they just start waving it around. Holy cow. And grab gun they're grabbing the cameras. They're, they're whipping pistols. And everybody just ran because they saw guns. Yeah. And so... And after that happened, the, the casting director and the dude were hooking. He was held at gunpoint, and everything was like pretty much messed oh, up. Man. Everything was messed up and destroyed. They ran out, and then like yeah, the dude was leaking. It was an insane situation. So oh. I was just like, damn. Well, the content was not going to come out. It was hilarious, but I was happy I had those couple clips. That's yeah, why I called it Bachelor. Oh, yeah, you get, you get a couple clips. That's all you need. This summer, I think maybe it was over the summer. There was you posted about like. A big fight that broke out at like your show. Yeah, well that was yeah. So I had a headlining show in Atlanta. That was I was in LA for like three weeks and I was super excited because I was like, man, I'm about to come home. I want to kill this show. You're living in LA now. I'm like not full time, part time. Yeah. My manager stays out there, so I just been going back and forth. I yeah. still have a like a lease I play in I pay in Atlanta in Virginia Highlands, so like I still have to like uphold that. So I'm still in Atlanta, but um, came home and did that show. We sold it out, and before I could even go up and perform. Uh, the last artist that was up there, he was just like, I guess Matt, well, this dude goes up on stage and rips the mic from the artist and was like, North Carolina in the building, North Carolina, like drunk as fuck, I guess, just on some weird shit. So then the dude rips the mic off and he's like, yo, what the fuck was that? Fuck that guy. And so he's like, yo, let's start a fuck you chant. Fuck you. Fuck. So they're just like yelling that, right? So imagine that. And this dude they're yelling at. Massive ass black dude with dreads, and it's a short white dude on stage yelling "fuck you" chant. Yeah. So this dude and all his people run up on stage. He's just like it was his last song. So I'm just about to go up there perform for all my fans. I got people there that drove from far away. I was so excited, and literally, bro, right before I could get on, that dude went up on stage and clocked the dude, knocked him out. Like they just start fucking. People are just going on. People are going Crazy. nuts. And the security that was hired by the promoter that booked us uh-huh. was uh, uh like taking the side of the random people that were there who like oh, took wow. the mic. So they were holding back the artists that were defending the main artist getting beat up and he just got jumped. So imagine that. So the security are holding back the artists and they're just getting jumped and then like 
Me and all my people, we're like not gonna get involved because we're like the fuck, like yeah, that's a clip I, right there. I dude. got my payment and left. Just punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have did that, but my whole thing is I'm just like, bro, what's the fucking point, bro? I just I had all these people crying and screaming that came to see me, and my mind yeah. was just like, I want to keep people safe. People are never gonna want to see me again. This is the worst thing ever. So it just I don't know, man. You know, it's like, and that venue got shut down because of yeah. that too. So, I mean, you hate to see that shit, bro. I just want to be able to have good vibes, put good energy, and just create a space where people can express themselves, be themselves, and just, like, drown out all the things I got going on, just have an amazing night and create, like, a moment they take on forever, meet new people, and just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate when those things happen, but with a lot of energy and sometimes, like, everybody around here in Atlanta or just Georgia feeling like they're the main character, sometimes alcohol in the mix, it just sucks, man. So it's like... I kind of want to do our tattoo game. Yeah, I'm really yeah, excited. How did you get um, get going on the uh, the Joker paint? We we're about to paint our faces as Joker for this. I would have loved that. Oh, my oh God. y'all yeah, should did it. Take it. Uh, we'll have I you back. I love it. Come we'll have on. you back. I'm fine. We'll no, how did you fun. get? How did you get on the Joker? Um, now it looks like you have you put that behind. Now you're going with the eyes. I would, no, I, I just, I just. I just view it as like war paint. I just like like every time I go places, just give people an experience or just a different look that people don't normally see. I just yeah. be having fun with that. I think it looks badass, and so I'm yeah. like, fuck it, let's do it. With this music, I'm about to roll out this rock album, uh, I, and like these singles, I really, really want to like just keep giving people the expected. Well, I've always like telephone booth did sound. I've always dabbled in it, but like I finally was able to connect with the right producers that could give me the right sound production wise. And the label I was working with, they're amazing production wise too, but they're predominantly uh, like strengthened hip hop and R and B and pop label. Yeah. So like, and they're great at doing alternative music and things like that too, and and rock. And but it was just like these guys do uh, Jelly Roll, they do Struggle Jennings, they do Yellow Wolf, they do a lot of like country rock, and so. It was just get cool to like work. You play with them. any instruments? Not right now, man. Yeah. I, not enough to like say learn. I do. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so we got a game. I told Zach because obviously yeah. I know you're covering tattoos. So I said we should design one and then you pick one to get. You know? Okay, bet. I'm with it. But wait, I gotta say the Joker <laughs> thing. I gotta to say the Joker thing real okay. quick because people always ask me that. I've never gotten to answer that really. The reason why I did it real quick was. I felt for some reason I took I did like a deep side dive research because I get inspired by just people who like take on like they're really passionate about their craft and go hard. I loved how Heath Ledger like what he did for his role as a Joker. Yeah, and just like though. and the way that he played yeah, don't it. Go all the way in. And boom, I know. But <laughs> I, my whole my my whole thing to say that is that like I felt like I embodied that same energy as an artist and the, the experience I wanted to give people. And so I loved the way that um, I wanted to create my own concept as like me playing the Joker in this music video called Outstanding. Uh-huh. And the way that it made me feel doing it and being on set and performing it and the freeness that I felt and how crazy I felt, I wanted to give that same feeling to people whenever I performed. And just like a lot of people, you know, you go out and you see people on the everyday, you don't really see people that are that like fearless or free yeah. to like express well, people themselves. people definitely and, remember it. Yeah, and I, and I don't like, I'm not trying to like, copy the Joker's look I, I definitely inspired and influenced by the Joker yeah. but like I want to do like I don't sit there and try to I literally just take the paint and just do it yeah. put it on Looks and like just like want to look so. badass and just yeah. like and that's just I think it looks cool so I do it and so that's why I did it and I, I've kept going with it because like I said it just makes me feel a certain way and I want people I to feel, feel like that you're, way. you the ones I've seen with your face painted you're more of a Joaquin Joker than you are a Heath Ledger 
shit. But with the tats, he's kind of like uh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. See, yeah, bro. I'm like all of them. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm my own version because I do feel like I, I, re- I relate to like that type of energy. Like not that type of necessarily like cynicalness. I'm not yeah. trying to fucking hurt people or ruin their day. But like I want to le- I want to make people like want to scream and just like let go and just go crazy and have fun and not give a fuck about what's happening around them and just like have the time in their lives or maybe want to go home and get a tattoo or wear their hair a certain way or get a piercing or wear this outfit or go and pursue this that they always wanted to pursue and just see me and be like man he doesn't care what people think he just loves doing this so much and you can just tell like I want to have that same feeling Yeah, you know what I'm saying and no matter how long it takes or whatever it takes like I know that once I get there like it's so worth it you know or just like I want to help people feel that because I needed that you know yeah what tattoo ruined your day? And by that I mean... Like how bad it hurt? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my stomach right here. I'm sorry I look fat. But my stomach right here... Um, the eagle? Yeah, like when I got this whole thing done, it ruined my day. And I got my <laughs> belly button blasted black ink. So like it's just completely Inside blacked out. Inside black ink. That's yeah, so they just filled like up the whole thing with black ink. Damage. Yeah, they filled up with black ink and then just dipped it in there and just went around until there was Oof. no ink left. What and then they did it twice. What when did you go like... I'm going all in on the tats. Like, you got your first one, obviously a pretty big one. But like, I felt like I like, knew I kind of wanted to do that when I got this one. I yeah. didn't know it was going to be this big, and I was so shocked. You knew you were going to be like... I always wanted it, bro. I always wanted pier- I always wanted change, periods. I, I always thought it looked cool, but my parents and people around me always felt like it was the dumbest shit ever. In it. And, like, you know what I mean? It made me almost feel like it was like, if I do it, I'm going to be lame. Yeah. But, like... As I started growing, yeah, yeah, I realized says tattoos are lame. No, I don't know, bro. We, I don't know. But anyways, they're cool, but they're only for badasses. Yeah, and I appreciate it, bro. And <laughs> I just, and uh, yeah, I guess I just, um, I met the right artist to to where they believed in me, and they uh-huh. saw that like I didn't necessarily have like all the money in the world to be able to get tons of tattoos, but like I did have enough influence and. Um, like engagement from people to where I could help bring people into the shop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Help bring artists. And so we just worked together and, you know, I paid him every single time, but he was always the guy working with me. Who also wore uh, Joker pants yes. that one time? Casket yeah. and Threat. So it's two artists and we just, we literally became family. You know, I was at the tattoo shop all the time. They and gave like, you all of yours? Yes, everything. Oh, and wow. so like they decided that they wanted to just go all out and do all my tattoos. And I basically committed that like I wouldn't work with any other artists. I would just keep working with them. That's how you got to do it, right? Other so than, yeah, other, and, and other than like, um, you know, like if we all decided to get like a tattoo together from a specific artist. Dude, I'm that. going to Tokyo mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. And I told John, I said, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo out there. And John talked me out of it pretty quick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I just John feel like, said, yeah. <laughs> if I get yeah. one tattoo, I wouldn't end up like, I, I no, couldn't get like but there, But you see, there's obviously tons of people. And you're not going to get the bug from one tattoo. I um, think you do. And I think I, like, not that I have, like. like well, you complete... will realize how cool it looks <laughs> and how it makes you feel. And you're like, damn, I can't go back. Does your brother but also, have it would be like. Yeah, he's got a few. Once uh, you have all one. Him. Once you have one, it's like, oh, well, it would look a lot cooler with shit yeah. around it. Well, yeah, well, y'all know how it is, bro. Y'all have been through workout phases where once you start going hard, you start realizing where certain things maybe look small, and you're like, damn, I need to work it's out. It's an like, addict personality. <laughs> it's I love that you have an yeah, addict so personality. Every single time I would look in the mirror, I'd see, like, damn, like, this will look cool. I need to fill this space, fill this space. And so I started going out, and I had artists that believed in me, and we would just try to push creatively. We would never, like, I would never call him and be like, I want to do this. We would just talk, have conversations, and then come up with it, yeah. and then be like, this is sick, let's do it. Like, we would just, like, my neck, all these different things, man. How we just, are, like, the hands and the neck? I just got my hand yesterday. This is my last tattoo I got yesterday. My hand's super swollen. You don't have to, like, cover it or anything? That, that doesn't hurt? It. Like, hands and neck weren't worse than stuff? I got stomach? this, this, 
it did hurt really bad. All of it hurts, bro. It's terrible, but <laughs> I have fun with it. I, you know, like I scream, I stand up, and my artist has been working with me so long that I can act like a fool. I can be loud, you know, like I can be myself. You know, what I mean, I don't have to be in there and be like, you can I don't, 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 don't want to cover it up or anything. Just did it yesterday and just played flag football like a few hours ago and like was like diving in the grass yeah, you're and stuff. To, like, put this fake skin on. Yeah, you but like y'all, like I've been doing this, and so I guess I just feel like. um just like anything y'all do, you know? Shit, y'all rode a bike a lot of times. You're like, I don't need a helmet this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're, you're like, I've done this enough times. I won't crash. Like, I'll be okay as long as I just don't be a jackass. But, like, it's I've like done you... certain things that was way too hard. Like, I got both my knees tied at the same time. Like, or, like, doing, like, a huge chest piece or things like that. But it was life-changing for me because as an artist and feeling like I hated being another face in the crowd whenever all I wanted to do was be recognized. And I was good friends with Justin Fields or Elijah Holyfield and people that we would go out yeah, and they would get all the attention. You know what I'm saying? And me, who's, like, trying to be recognized and known, it would be like, damn. But I was thankful because I got to learn how they navigated, how they moved, how they dealt with supporters, how they dealt with these different things, how they moved. And then, um, like... As soon as it was my turn, I was able to kind of know how to do the same thing. So yeah. I was thankful for it. And um, yeah, bro, I wanted to be known. And I realized the tattoos could help people see me and immediately recognize me and I yeah. can express myself. So well, we got your next one for you. All right, what y'all got? Let's do the tattoo game. Sorry, I got off subject. Y'all are just asking great Zach, questions. Zach, I'm going to hand them to you and I'm going to describe them so it can be seen on camera. Okay, mine are going to be on the phone, but you have three, right? Yeah. So you go first and I'll go. Oh, okay, but guys, listen. First. I only have, right, space left. left. I only have face. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get a no, face. No, don't do a face. Okay. You can, you're going to do it, but don't do it on I'm my I'm just letting y'all know the available spaces. Y'all going to keep going. <laughs> you got a ton of space on your back. Y'all, I'm, listen, this is like literally like a multiple choice options for y'all. What right, right, spaces right, I have left. <laughs> like, I don't have a lot of space left, guys. Like, feet. We have feet available. Okay. Y'all got some feet space. You're going to pick the tattoo. Okay, great. Feet space. Butt space, both cheeks. That'd be fine with us. <laughs> I got the back. I got the top of my back done. I don't have the mid and bottom back. Yeah. And then I have the inside of my hands. I really now, we don't so want to do like A, B, C, D, or E. I really wanted a little I, bit of wrist space for one of mine. Uh, okay, right. well, look, I've got. You guys got to understand. That's a good spot, John. That's like I've wrist. got the veins, yeah, so you yeah, know what I'm saying. Are. They're sick. All right, all right. Well, you go. All first. right, all right. This is my first one. All and right. John, hold it up to the camera, and then I'll describe it. So this is like a candle. <laughs> it's a burning candle. Wicks, wick. Oh, burning candle. Wicks, oh, I like wicks, that. Wick. And then it's got also, it would be like <laughs> your like your favorite tattoos that are already on your body in smaller form, but they're melting inside of the candle. Wow, that is... Uh... <laughs> That's intense. Wait, so wait, my tattoos are melting inside the candle? So you get yeah, your so favorite... This part isn't... The words aren't tattooed, Correct. Correct. I'm so just these describing. These are more it. tattoos in the candle. That's like, yeah, that would be the candle. That would be tattoos you already have, but they're kind of like <laughs> melting in. So it's like, form. hey, when the light fades, you can't take it with you. Something oh, like that, I dude. Love I love that. All right, ah! let me take show one. All right. Damn, bro, Mind that shit gonna be expensive. Y'all gotta pay for it. Let's do it. I can't wait. Let's go. This tattoo is sponsored by right. the boys. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This one I made on Photoshop. Okay. You got your phone. Yes. All right, I'm texting it to you guys. It's sick. Wix. <laughs> Yo, I actually have. So it's a Twix. 
rapper, but it's Wix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look how good that Photoshop is. Oh, but yeah. check out what it's else perfect. I did. Perfect. This is the details. This is your next one. Uh, my next one's better. No, no, no. But the on the Wix bar, I I, it typically says chocolate candy bars, chocolate or something. Yeah. I can scratch that out, so it just says Wix bars. Bars. <laughs> Yo, I want to do that. I'm actually down. I feel like I, <laughs> I got have it. it. I don't do this. Hold on. Wait till y'all see my hold next on. one. Wait, hold on. You're going to be like, damn, this next one is sick. But my next one's a little more detailed. All right. Well, this one's not my favorite. All right. But it's, it's, I like my last one the best. That candle one was really good. Candle one. That All was right. smart. All right. <laughs> so this is, the middle part would be what you get. And y'all remember Wixie sticks that you would get like yes. 10 years Yes. So the wicks, it would be like it was wiki sticks though. I didn't, wiki sticks. Oh, so, no, I didn't have so, that much clout. <laughs> I wrote wiki sticks on it. It's wiki sticks wicks at the bottom. Wiki oh, sticks, wicks. So, wiki sticks wicks. <laughs> so it could be whatever you wanted, but it would be cursive and it would be like the wiki sticks. That would be a great name of at least a song, and it was made this the you know wiki stick wicks. <laughs> and it was and on the album cover it was made with wiki sticks. Yeah. All right. Yo, All right. I have to show you this. So one of my one of my um one of my supporters made this. Oh, ah, John. But yours is a Wix bar. This is a Twix, but it just has my face on it as the eye. Yeah, right. I love that. I think I like y'all's more. I would rather be a Wix bar. Next one. <laughs> Wait till you see this next one. You guys are some creative guys. This man. one is. I mean, I made this on Photoshop. Spent way too long on this. I got. I got like, damn. I'm. I'm getting really good at this. I gotta stop. Yeah, I gotta stop. <laughs> My wife, my wife came down at midnight. I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm, I'm working on the computer." I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Stop. All right, it's it's more of a play on the Wix bar as well. Let's go. That's like, sick. Here you got left Wix, okay, right Wix, uh, and I basically took your little cartoon. Oh, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> that is sick. I took your Dude, and then I you are talented. Made like a young version of Wix, obviously on the left, and then I made like your, you know, the Joker version of Wix. Which Yo, one is the get this tatted. So, oh, actually, man, you killed it with that. On his Instagram, he has this guy, but with red hair. I turned his hair green. Yeah, but he doesn't have the Joker mm. paint. That's tight. And then How I flipped his mouth upside down, down. <laughs> and colored it in his mouth. Yeah, that's dope. And also here we have Wix, just bars. Yeah. I'm like, hey, buddy, are we missing out on a side career on Photoshop? Because <laughs> yeah, this is incredible. Sick. So that was mine. Alright, this is my last one. It's the least detailed, but it's just, I feel like there's a pun here that needs to be made. So just show it. Zach's like, it's more about the concept than it is about the drawing. You know what this saying? is Wix. So you would get a tattoo of pending. Fire. Okay. So it's Wix patent pending. Oh, Wix patent pending. What does that yeah. mean? What does that mean? Patent pending? Like, oh, you know, do you have a patent on this? Not There's patent, a patent, patent pending, pending. So it's almost like you're putting a patent like you on your something. name, Wix, <laughs> your rapper name. So it's Wix patent pending. So all you would need is the pending at the end. You know, if your parents didn't want you to become Gosh. a rapper, they should have named you Wix. Because that's, that's like, a cool name. Perfect, it's bro. a great name. Bro, yeah. can I represent a... Well, at first, it's like, but, why am I, why am I Dude, now? that's hilarious. <laughs> but at first, I went by Wix by itself, and then I realized that like nobody could find me when they looked me up because it was Wix.com was just like dominating the search. What is Wix.com? Yeah, yeah. They make websites, and they're like one of the biggest website creators uh, like ever. Do you ever have I that like situation? Wix, though. I mean, Wix I did Wix patent because I also realized that when people were looking me up on Apple Music when I was releasing my music under Wix, yeah. I was like Wix, and then Wix patent was right under it. So I was like, people are looking me up, and there's nothing that you can find. But then it's like, 
Like if you look up Wix and my name is Wix Patton, you can find Wix and Wix Patton. If my name is only Wix and you type in Wix Patton, you're not gonna find shit. Yeah. Did y'all so ever like, have a situation when you were younger where like you're looking up like you're trying to find like a pair of basketball sneakers and you looked up dicks.com and then you were just petrified? <laughs> Because I don't know how they stuck with that name for so long, yeah, but it's DicksSportingGoods.com. Yeah, yeah. They knew you could look up Dicks.com. You can. It's, <laughs> just, it's just a dangerous dick, site. Yeah. Did you ever go... Just a bunch of dicks playing basketball and <laughs> <laughs> playing soccer and shit. Did you ever have a different rapper name or think of going by something else? Yes. Like Lil Wix. King Dub. King Dub. King Dub. Whiskey. Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Because that's what Graham Burson called me. I thought it was cool. That is a good name. Uh, Collier, Collier went by Mini Mac, like Mini Mac Miller. Yeah. He went by C Dub. He went by uh, Collier was Cheese his best Boy. Word. Cheese Boy. And Cheese then Collier. <laughs> Cheese Boy was funny. I <laughs> called him one. Cheese Boy. I don't know. I was like you, bro. I used to like. So for me, right? Collier was the guy in high school. Landmark, y'all know how it was. Like, you always tried to make the most of whatever was going on because it was like. It could have been really, it could have been boring and miserable in certain ways, but the people we had around us were so creative and funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At private school, they're yeah, like, it was good. Then people, it was a great like, time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, damn it, I lost what I was saying. What was I saying? Cheese um, Boy. Cheese Boy. So, I would like, <laughs> so Claudia would always take things super seriously, like chorus and stuff, and I was always so bored, bro, that I'd be messing around in like basketball practice, you know? He'd be real frustrated because I'd mess up like a drill or something, and I'd be like, you all good, Snake. Keep grinding. Like, let's go. You good, Snake. I would just call them random names. Like, Snake. Cheese. Like, 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 I would just call them whatever. I would just, like, random names. Like, you said meat. Yeah. Like, I would just be slinging them out there. And so, slinging and so them out they used meat. to think it was hilarious. Slinging out meat, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. That's how we came up with Cheese Boy. And, uh, but King Dub had to be the worst, uh, the name. And then it was Wix, and then it was Wix Patton. So, Wix, what was the, what was the tattoo? Which one? The one I want to do? It's the one with... It's Wix with Let's the... Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. He killed it. Yeah, but that I was do, bullshit. But I didn't know we were putting do. Photoshop into the mix. Right. And he had to have an edge on you, bro. I have, somewhere on my body, bro, I have a tattoo of me. Do you just go in there you. and get random stuff? Sometimes? Somewhere on my body, dude. This is your no, body. It matter, but I can't remember where you Rondo and Cosmo. How can you remember? Rondo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, a, I have Shopping Car Hero. You know You're Shopping Car Hero from the <laughs> App Store? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, the Toy Story character. I have Monsters Inc. I got no the Scream Ghostface. I got Danny Phantom. How many movies and TV stuff do you got, man? You got a lot. Jimmy I got Neutron, Waldo smoking a blizz. I got Johnny Test. Danny I got Phantom. Jimmy Neutron. What's that uh, golf cart? Peachtree City. What's the sketchy uh, ram on your on your shin? I got Club Penguin. The sketchy ram. I got a lot of like dark looking tattoos, but. For everybody who went to Landmark, no, I'm not on <laughs> drugs. I'm not on drugs, and no, I'm not, not satanic. Bad I'm not on satanic, and I'm not demonic, huh? Are you still a Christian? Still a Christian. That's what's up. I pray right? a lot, bro. I, still, <laughs> I pray a lot. I pray a lot, but I, I make secular music, you know? Yeah. But I'm still a Christian. I'm making some Christian, Christian music. Yeah, me and my brother are going to make a Christian album. That'd be Love sick. Love that. And make some Christian music, because my dad... You know, we try to perform at the church, man. Landmark, why don't I got me at the pep rallies, bro? Well, you haven't come out with a Christian song yet, and some of your songs might not hit at the pep rally. Bro, they got to bring me to the like, pep rally. I'll do the clean. I got clean version. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's lit, guys, that y'all love? What? Coach Rice has me on one of his Spotify playlists for wherever he works. And, like, no, I, whatever job that. he has, I, love Coach I saw Duran Rice. And it yeah. was, like, on the playlist. I was like... 
<laughs> yeah, that's gotta he, be a big. He pump played up. me and Collier's mixtape and layup lines when we were in uh, seniors oh, in high school. That. So Good every right, single man. basketball game at home, he played all our music. Yeah. And guess what? We were playing with that boy Walker Kessler. Shout out Walker Kessler. Out Walker. Probably the shoot. best basketball. No, definitely the best basketball player to ever get a landmark. This is death for show. Walker? Yeah. The I best you're saying No, I, I agree. I agree. No, you're second, but we got Walker <laughs> at number one. You're no, second. Dude, I cannot tell you how many times so I've been know. like, I've shot threes in Walker Kessler's eyes before. Yeah, yeah but dude, he was like a baby dinosaur. He's a baby giraffe. Bro was like 5'10". He's like he's like five ten as like a as like a eleven year old. Yeah, he's like eleven years old. He's playing with us and stuff. Walker's still at the point where like he's he's like everyone knows like he's gonna be the guy, but he doesn't know that yet. So he's like missing a layup in practice, and he's like crying. He's not getting it, and he's like crying during the game. You're gonna be the guy. Like we're all like, dude. Like your dad was a legend here. He, your brother was the best guy here, and he didn't even go to the NBA. He's the best guy to play here, damn man. I thought it was Justin Ross. I was Justin Houston. Ross is a stud. Justin Ross was the man. Justin he was Ross a stud. Justin cool. just didn't want to play basketball Jackson? in college. Stud. Jackson stud. was an absolute stud. We played rec ball with him. He was too short. He 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 could have played in college. I don't oh, know. Like, sure. Nah, he could have. But I want y'all to know that like playing at like a smaller level college ball is like got to be like one of the hardest and. But Jackson would have walked ever. on to Georgia. Tech. I think Jackson could have walked on and played at Georgia Tech. He, he actually could've definitely could have. You know yeah. why? It's because. Like being a walk on, right? Like I was a preferred walk on, so I wasn't necessarily the same. But I seen how the walk on, like preferred walk ons, you automatically get put on the team. Yeah, walk ons, you go there and you try out scholarship. You're being paid to be there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like as a walk on, you just honestly have to be in shape enough to keep up yeah, and like sure. compete. So like these guys who make the Georgia team on football, like they would come in the spring and try out in the summer, like they would all just be jacked, right? And super fast, like, killing the workouts, but then they weren't that good at football. Yeah. You know I mean, so they'd be at practice on the scout team, like, getting smacked. But then, so, Jackson, though, to sell it to say, he definitely could have competed and made it happen. Like, he was determined enough, athletic enough, he worked hard enough. He's the type of guy that might have fucked around and, like, got playing time. Yeah, yeah. Because there were guys he in Georgia that did Jackson the same was thing. Beast. And he was in a rec playing. league a couple years. I think Jackson... He was incredible, yeah. I think Jackson just league. didn't want to be, like... I think he wanted the fraternity side of well, college. Jackson told he me like, he was, he was no. done. Jackson practiced all the time, and he was like, yeah. "Dude, I'm done like practicing really? all the time." Yeah, it was exhausting. But like, we played in a rec league in Petrie City like a year or two ago, and we what? played your brother. I didn't even know you had a brother. He what? dunked on our team against us. Wyatt dunked. Hey, Wyatt dunked. Dunk. Like but I diced him up. If you ask, he's him, a better athlete than me. Probably. Was that he's when I beast. broke my thumb? Do you remember that kid Tony who would play with us at my house? Wyatt, yeah. was, Wyatt was boys with his brother. I oh, think. so he was on their that team. team. And so Wyatt, it was the same year he I was, shattered he was my long thumb. Hair, who he was tall and he like missed because he went back to school. But he played in one game. Was I there? Because I shattered my thumb ah, the first game. There. But I was like, they were like, that's Wyatt Patton. I was like, really to Wicks Patton? They're like, yeah. Oh, that's beast. Yeah, small world. Yeah, yeah, Wyatt dunk. See, bro, Wyatt is like mad athletic, but his story was, bro. He, like, made all the teams growing up because he was, like, athletic and talented enough. But he just, like, so he, didn't get that he, missed, out, like he missed out on the social aspects because he would, like, be good at sports and then go home and sit on the computer in his room for, like, hours and play video games all night. Yeah. And it used to kill me, bro, because he was, like, I cared about sports. I was Jackson. I cared about sports so, so much. And why it was Collier. Collier, just a natural athlete, but just didn't really... 
he just wanted to do his thing. And then later, he started doing sports. And, you know, then he was killing it. But then he always, yeah, he wanted to have that social aspect. And by the time he did take sports seriously at the end, it just wasn't enough time. I think I was was wired and collier then. Because I think I was naturally better at sports than John was growing up. And then John tried harder at basketball and got yeah, way he better. He got better. That's how it is, though. The person yeah. who works harder gets better because they care more. I and, was naturally gifted. And, like, my brother – but my brother was still really good, and he still always made the teams, and he crushed it. But like I said, you know, he just – once he really started getting in the mix, he wanted to he wanted to hang out and go to the parties and do all that, and I understand him. And, yeah, obviously he looks back and he wishes he could have, uh, like, grinded harder in sports yeah. and stuff like that because he's seen what happened with me, and he's – the same big as me and people are like are you playing in college too like i bet you're crushing it like you play college sports and he's like no i just go to school and he's six foot five and he's big ass dude so for him how much younger that's why he went hard at music in school huh how much younger is he than you three years y'all boys y'all are tight boys i see y'all making music together looks like you just dropped a single with him yeah we dropped a couple singles man i love my brother man he's so talented yeah and he's so talented and that's um, right He's so great at uh, knowing how to put himself out there and how to market. And we always planned because he was putting out content for a little while, you know, trying to put himself out there and not understanding that, like, he was going off of what worked for other people and not necessarily what was going to be what worked for him. And he needed to go and do content all over campus in UGA because if you do things at recognizable places, then these people are going to recognize you and be like, that's the guy who was at Bolton, the, the dining hall. That's the guy who was at the study hall. That's the guy who was there in front of the stadium. That's the guy who was there. And if you blow up in front of 30,000 people at UGA, you know how big that fan base is, yeah. then it will trickle down everywhere else. And then you'll have the value of, we want to book him over here, book him over here because he's got the UGA fan yeah. base. So we came up, you know, we we're like, let's do that. And so then all his content's been around there and, Bro, he's been getting like millions of views off his yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, see, that's based jumping yeah. on tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the marketing stuff, so recently you dropped a couple videos where you like went into a Best Buy, and you came these. out, and you slammed you the like TV. Them? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's no, like yeah, yeah. We, we were talking Thank about it. Now, you didn't just buy that TV, did you? You brought one. From, <laughs> you brought one from Goodwill or something. So my roommate had a TV sitting outside the trash can. Love that. And Love um, it. like he was throwing <laughs> yeah, it away. I did and not it looked, it looked perfect, and I was like, "Oh, I need to promote my show. I'm gonna take that." So I just grabbed it. Like I have like a bunch of school desks in my house. I have like a bunch of random shit. That, like anytime I see something for free, that I'm like, "Oh, I'll use that for a music video, or I'll use that for streaming." I love doing that. So I just um. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> I grabbed the TV and guess who filmed me? Who? My mom. <laughs> really? Yeah, I took my mom with me. She had no makeup on, and we're in Peachtree City at that main Best Buy. And I'm like, we drove up there. I'm like, all right, mom. So we can only do this one time, okay? So like, did I'm you gonna, sweep it? I'm gonna walk. Yes, we did. I'm gonna no, Proud I didn't. No, I, I, I slammed it. Yeah. Did you there clean was up? no pieces that fell, dude. That what? thing is strong as shit, bro. Did I slammed it like three more times. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did two different times. I, 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 <laughs> I slammed it <laughs> once. So if you look at like my TikTok, if you look at my TikTok and Instagram, I slammed the TV in my house. I slammed the TV. Uh, I've done like Same a lot TV. of videos. Yeah, but now it's like it's oh, it's falling apart. It's in my car. I still have the TV. Reason, the slamming TV. We need a new slam. We need TV more content. We need more ideas. But my whole idea is like, man, if I'm gonna promote a show and promote something, like people see flyers all day and you scroll right past it. Yeah. Like you don't give a fuck about that yeah, shit unless someone's sending you. Unless someone's texting you, like come here. Yeah. You're gonna care. But if you're just scrolling, like you're gonna watch things that you care about. Yeah. So I'm like, like let me give people funny <laughs> content and deliver my deliverables. What I need people to see in a way that where people. Will share it and share it anyways whether whatever no matter what i'm talking about yeah. so i'm like let me just showcase my personality i grab the tv i'm like man if people see me slam a brand new tv outside of best buy 
Like people are gonna they're shit. Gonna that. Love they're that. gonna be like, dude, this guy is dedicated to shit, man. Like he really cares. Like I would have loved wow, it if he doesn't care. Out of a box. So I have my mom. I'm like, mom, stand here and be like, I practice it. You know, people are walking in and out. And I'm like, we need to hurry because I look sketchy. I have paint on my eyes like this. I have a suit on, and people will think what it's is weird. What's your mom thinking? My mom's oh, used yeah. to it. I make my mom film me all the time. <laughs> I make my girl film me all the time. I make everybody. My brother makes people film him. And so it's like, you know, like anytime we're anywhere, we'll be like, oh, tell me. And then we'll just like improv something real quick and then we'll use that. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we yeah. want to just keep giving people stuff. And um, so, yeah, that's why I send the TV. I grabbed it. I walk inside. I'm holding this TV. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Like the workers, I'm like, hey. And I just walk over to the exit. I'm standing there and I just walk out. And then I'm like, <laughs> Yo, what's going on? What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw another one. Maybe it was the one where you jumped over the fence. Yeah. And then you said, I'm playing my last show ever. Yeah. Now, you knew that wasn't your last show ever, right? Of course not. So, did you just say that just to, you know, make... Yeah, I was like, dude, I got this show in two days, and it's like a big show, and I haven't been promoting it. So, I'm like, what can I do? Boom. This is my last show ever. ever. And that's probably I've fucked got up. stage but four terminal cancer. No, no, that's fair because young Doug, he retires all the time, you know. And, and, yeah, and also yeah. in my heart, I was like, I'm going to be in L.A. for a minute. And I was kind of like frustrated because, like, I don't know. It's just different things. I always try to be creative and find incentives that make people want to care and share. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Ladies and gentlemen, I have stage four terminal cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, my mother is in hospice. I need y'all to come out of my concert in memory of her. Da, 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 da. That's messed up, man. Yeah, there was a line. I'm definitely not doing that at all. I would never. But I, I just, I always want to just, you know what I mean? I just, I understand, man. And this is what I do for a living. And so I guess I just try to uh, always, no matter who's working with me or whoever is coming, I want to give them the best experience. Or if we're doing collabing or, you know what I mean? We're, you know, I want to make sure I give them the best I can and, Give them something they can work with. I know all these other artists that are opening or doing these shows are not going to do what I do. And so I'm like, man, I need my niche. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have all the money in the world. All I have is just being creative. And that's what being an artist is all about. So it's like, what can you do with the things that you have around you? And just another thing I wanted to share real quick was like, I was so inspired by Lil Peep when he passed away. If y'all know who that is. Yeah. When I watched his documentary, Leaving L.A. on the plane, I like sobbed my eyes out. Because I was like, man, like I see everything that he did to get where he was at. And then he passed away because he wasn't able to like get control of the things that were just like barely keeping him by. And, you know, it's like you learn so much. And after like watching that and then falling in love with his music, it made me want to dive into who he was as a person so bad. Because I'm like, if I love your music, then obviously like maybe we're like alike in different ways. And then, you know what I mean? So I want to see who you were. And so I was like, man, as an artist, I don't want people to just see my music and never know who I really was. Like, I want people to watch me and feel like we're really good friends. And so when we do see each other's love or if they don't have people around them that understand them or that are able to help them express themselves or inspire them to keep going because people don't understand their vision like I was in my hometown. Like, I want them to have me to be able to do that. So I put out tons of videos that showcase my personality yeah. outside of music content just so, like, if I die one day or my kids or my fans are just, like, you know, finding out who I am, I want them to be like, oh, I fucking love him for that. Or he's crazy for saying that or doing this. And, yeah, man, I just, I love trolling. I love all this stuff, man. I just love having to, just being able to put myself out there and help people. Yeah. Love that. Zach had a good question. Do you ever have the perfect bar for a song? But you, you're just not allowed to say the N word, so it doesn't. Matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you'd be like, that is so funny. Like, bro. man, I have a great oh, line, yeah. but you know, 
Yeah. I ever since I was young, man, <laughs> I tried to not program myself to say that word. Yeah. Or even think it, or even freestyle it with my friends comfortably. Yeah, I don't think because I have no, but I have a ton of white <laughs> friends. I have a ton of white friends that will drop it in freestyles and stuff, and, it, and what? Just, or That's just bold. or just that will say it around different black friends because they feel like they have enough. Like that, their friends think that it's okay. Or yeah. That you know, they're obviously not saying the hard R. Well, thank God you weren't that. I've never been that person. Yeah, yeah. Thank I've always God felt like when you that was corny. That that could ruin your life, and that could be misconstrued, and that you know it can obviously come off as disrespectful, or like you're trying to be something you're not. And I understand people being a product of their environment, and maybe all their life they grew up the same way as certain people, and that was how they talked. Yeah. Or they were in prison, and that's how they talked, or whatever it is, their reasons. But for me, I just never did. So I guess it's like. I mean, of course, like, that word is just a great... We hear it in so much music, and you, you see how it would, like, fill well, in some people bar. use it to where they don't even have to rhyme. You just have to find... Just that you just have to find your safe synonyms <laughs> as a white rapper yeah. that, like, you know, that, that fit the same way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's just, like, that's the beauty of it. That's so funny. I love that y'all said that, When bro. you... When people, like, freestyle, particularly on radio... They aren't actually freestyling, right? Like they some are. Oh, some seem you mad tell. stage. You can tell. Like they got you, well, stuff written. You just did a good work. Well, good if one. you were gonna freestyle, there's some stuff that you probably You're talking about live on a radio station. Yeah, yeah. you would have like stuff one that you specific thought of that they all you All right, so let's imagine this, right? So yeah. like, you're rolling out your album, right? And you want multiple pieces of content that show that you're dope, that makes people want to check you out. That's impressive. So while you're promoting your album or your movie and you're doing interviews or you're doing game shows, you're eating the wings or whatever, like... Hot ones. That'd be yeah, great. so like there's a lot of different forms of that. And I just lost what I was saying again. Oh, my God. Um, shit, what was I saying? It was about the uh, big and cheese. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it was about no, the big about, cheese. About, about like, what was you saying? I'm just saying that you're not going to risk on a freestyle looking back. Okay, yeah. So, have so that's what I'm saying, there. right? So... Part of your promoting is doing those radio shows and showing that you're dope because you'll take clips and they'll be posted all over rap or yeah. bars, like like channels that have millions of you know th followers that you know brings people to your stuff to help sell your stuff. So you want to come in there and kill it. Yeah. And think about how risky it would be if you're like, Not I'm a dope ready. rapper, but I'm, I'm about to show up live on the radio and this is gonna get millions of views and I'm about to just spit something off the top and let's say I mess up or I look goofy, that goes around for everywhere and can kill your art. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The no, reason why people that. think you're cool, then people are like, oh, he's goofy, he's just like me, he's not. You know who does that well, though, is like Tyler the Creator. Certain people can do it because they've introduced their personality enough and, and you understand, but like people that are just strictly like putting out music and just like rapping for like, you know, that's what they do and they're going hard. Uh -huh. and you're like, you're impressed by their skill. You want to come on there and snap. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and so they're not gonna risk some people kind of are genuinely that comfortable and talented to where like that's a part of what they do and they have the comfortability to go on there and just go crazy and that's really impressive. What about so how many bars? UGA thing? That so was completely free. Off the noggin. You yeah. mean you didn't have anything that you had used? Maybe there was definitely. So that's funny, right? Is my roommate? He said that when I'm not he saying was it's cheating. I think no, that's no, one hundred percent. And at the time, of course, I wasn't even trying to be a rapper, yeah. but I would go around the house and like, uh, or like my dorm, and just spit this same like eight bars all the time for some weird reason. I don't even do that anymore at all. But like, I would do that all the time. My roommates would rap it with me because we just thought it was so funny. And so while I was up there. I'm pretty sure I rapped part of that just like naturally because my roommate said he was rapping along with me. Uh -huh. And like, while everybody was cheering, my friend was like, How do you know?
know what he's saying. <laughs> and he said he was just like, he raps us at the door sometimes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, naturally, you definitely see certain yeah. people who are like, double XL freestyle, that's a big thing, right? As a rapper, if you're a part of that, of. a lot of people, you'll see that they're like, double XL freestyle comes out on a song a year later, and you're like, wow, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it is impressive when people at least take the time to memorize an original freestyle. That's impressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's not sure. a song. That takes a lot of memorization and skill. Yeah. But going off the dome, and y'all know how it is. We've all freestyled off the dome and stuff like on the back of the bus or in the locker room or with your friends. I'm more of a half drunk freestyler. Exactly, bro. Yeah. And that's so like really some people can do that shit, and that's the most impressive shit ever. But um, yeah, when it comes to that stuff on radio, yeah, you expect race. it. You expect a rehearsed, crushed rap that seems like you know. Yeah, you and it still takes skill. That, that, it still takes skill to even make it seem like you got it off the dome. Yeah, you, know yeah. what I mean? you just don't want to see something that they've produced before. Yeah, put out. that's when it's like, man, like Chance the Rapper. I remember he's done that, or just when people, I was like, man, <laughs> you hear a song, you're like, oh man, it's not a Chance cool. the Rapper. Like he's not around anymore. Ah man, you know how it is, man. It's like it's so hard, he's bro. Still because money, yeah. he's still around, but his biggest album was uh, Acid Rap, and the kids loved him. For, Coloring Book was big too. Coloring Book was huge, and um, that was huge, and that was like his like that was like his second album. That I mean, was that huge. one got some Grammys and stuff. Exactly. So those two were huge, and people loved him for that secular music. And then he started to go a little bit more gospel. He started to go a little bit more like I'm married. He started to go a little bit more I got kids. He started to go a little bit more into what his life was right then. And a lot of those same fans that loved him for that probably just said. Like Chance fell off, you suck, all these things like yeah. that. And obviously, he's just speaking his truth, which you gotta love as a fan. You know what I mean? And certain people love it, and a certain fan base, of course, admires it. But you have certain old fans and certain probably kids, you know, who know him for that. And uh -huh. so they're like, man, this is not what I wanted, you know? And so that's like, as an artist, that's a tough part of like trying to figure like out. Like, yeah, it's trying to find the balance of like, do I be who I am now and do what I want to do creatively and just hope that my people love it and that I stay successful and feed my kids and have a house? Or do I do what my, you know, you just try to, you know what I mean? So it's like you yeah. have to navigate it and just hope that that's why the best artists that stick around that can keep up with the trends, it's like you admire it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dang, that actually kept going. It's, it's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. People disappear like that. You know, I don't do think I got questions. Uh, in a little bit. Okay. Well, I don't think I got to answer this one. When did you start playing football in high school? Uh, so when I went to Landmark, I played football. I did eighth grade twice when I went to Landmark. I was doing no my fault. I was doing football in elementary school, but I was never getting you a lot of playing time. You played 9th, 12th? Uh, at and Landmark? Eighth, eighth? No, I played 11th and 12th. Okay. And you were stud there. Didn't make the team in middle school. Went to Landmark. Played at the end of the season. Didn't really do shit. Like yeah. I was just on the team with like Joy Blunt and all them, and just like didn't really do much. It wasn't until junior year that I took it seriously because DJ Brown huge. left. A couple people left, and it was like spots are open. Javon might have left around that time too. He wasn't there when I was at Landmark. Okay. So like the people like DJ and Norman left, and it was like there's receiver spots. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. I was tall. I finally hit a growth spurt. It was junior year, so I was like. The coach was actually showing interest, and you know, I was going from being cut. I never had a coach give a shit about me, so I'm like, oh, yeah, bet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this could be dope. So I was worked my butt off, and coaches came to see me during the season because I had a few touchdowns in the first few games. So I was yeah. like, yo, I've never had anybody take interest in me in sports, period. Yeah. So this is sick. So then that's what made me say, like, grind it out that year, and then got with Coach Gabby, and we came up with a weight plan, like a meal plan. So every single day I was eating specific meals, and we would meet every Friday in the morning. I would meet up with Badoski and do training, and like I put on 70 pounds from junior to senior yeah, year. Yeah, 70 uh, pounds of muscle you and shit. You had a big senior season? I, was, I had a good senior season, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, 
I just, my dad did a really great job of like reaching out to coaches. I went to tons of camps. And yeah. Coach Brantley definitely helped out. And then, yeah, man, one of the Georgia coaches came to our school and um, he just like met with me and liked me. And then we did a visit uh, at UGA and Kirby Smart pulled me aside while all like the whole like recruits, everybody was doing their thing. He pulled me aside. They're like, like stopped everybody as they were leaving was like, hey, like Kirby wants to meet with you. And so like me and my parents went to Kirby's office. We sat down. And he was just, like, talking to us, talking to us, talking to us. And was like, you know, I was committed to Louisville where Lamar Jackson was at. I was committed to go there. And he was like, I know you're over there, but we really want you to come here. And we don't have any tight ends in our class. And um, we'd love to just, like, have you a part of this team and offer you a spot. And so, like, my parents looked at me, and they were both crying. And I was just, like, looked at Kurt Smart, looked at him, looked at my parents, and I was just like, Okay. All right, I'm in. Yeah. You know, I, re- I realized in that moment, like, my parents are looking at me like this. Like, I, I never had the grades to get into Georgia. And, like, I don't care if anybody a landmark, y'all can't take away my degree. I cheated, like, my ass off in school. So, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I definitely was not. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? I was not a great student, right? Yeah. I was not the best student. And so, like, for that, that was, like, huge for me. They are able to say, like, damn, like, you... Didn't maybe work as hard as other people academically, but you did enough work. But don't worry, as an athlete, we got you. that I made yeah, it to Georgia. Right yeah. That I made it to Georgia and like and like was able to play on the team. And it just I don't know, man. Like my parents were able to go to Georgia games and yeah. be a part of that experience. My dad was a Georgia fan his whole life, so it was like I gave him that. And so it was cool, man. And I'm uh, I'm really thankful for like just the whole journey because obviously it sucked, you know, being at the eighth grade and seventh grade, like being humiliated, you know what I'm saying, and being the only person not to make it and then being like the only person I think yeah. that I know of from Peachtree City to play football at Georgia. And then so, being in tenth grade and making a senior quit because you were so good at sports. <laughs> and then <laughs> I saw a video a long time ago about you saw where it was at that you saw Gronk at. Yeah, so um, oh, well, after so after I did the interview with I think um, one of the interview outlets, oh, I, I yeah yeah I had a buddy hit me up uh, named Brett. He's like a promoter out here for like some clubs um, yeah. in Atlanta, and he was like, "Yo, we're shooting this commercial with Gronkowski. Do you want to come over here and like feature in it?" And um, I was like, "Yes." So I just pulled up and they introduced me to Gronk and like we sat there and talked for a while because we were both tight ends and he was like on set and then as he was leaving we like took a video together and shit and we're laughing and then like we took some pictures and then yeah he left but he was super cool super nice really funny and um I literally forgot that I had met him bro <laughs> and that was like the cool that was like such a cool thing yeah, bro, of yeah. course and there were so many things was... that I wish I would have done in that moment like you look back I'm like why didn't I freestyle with Gronk? Like, imagine how that could have done for me if we were rapping together and that freestyle that like, was viral as shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, ugh. So like, moments. Yeah, but it was still cool. Like, I'm still thankful that it all happened. And yeah. Like, when I did the ABC interview, I did it in my parents' living room. I sat the laptop down and I put the channel on ABC so it was live. So I was watching myself on TV <laughs> and it was delayed about 10 seconds. Watching myself on TV while looking at the camera during the interview. That's and so crazy. like I would be talking and then sometimes I would look up at myself and I would be like oh, uh, forget what I was talking about like I did I forgot what I was talking about twice with y'all you know what yeah. I'm saying with the headphones it gets confusing yes. too because you can kind of hear yourself mm-hmm. like behind but yourself it was freaky bro I was watching myself on live TV while doing the interview and they were talking to me about a song and showing a different music video and so I'm talking about this song watching a different music video from the screen I'm like okay uh, but it's been it's been really it's been really cool bro yeah Definitely cool, cool journey. Um, do you want to play that game? The 10 questions? Yeah. Let's go. All right. So typically we're like a movies TV podcast. Let's so we're going to fire off questions and you answer them quick. Okay. We'll go like back and forth. 
right, let me get my questions up. All right, I'll go first. What's a movie you think is underrated? So, example, mine's Master of Disguise. I think that's an <laughs> underrated movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Do you have an underrated movie that you're like, people don't give this enough love? Dude, I love watching Mac and Devin go to high school. Do you know what that is? What's Mac and Devin go to high school? I don't know, bro. See, because it's like... Is that you gotta be a super pothead to know about that movie? Wiz Khalifa movie. It's Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg, and it's literally just like an interactive (laughs) weed smoking movie that I used to think was like the coolest thing when I was younger, bro. And I just like love to turn it on sometimes and just watch it. And And dude, the soundtrack, bro. The soundtrack has so much And that whole movie, like the soundtrack, is was like my favorite thing to smoke weed to with my buddies at Georgia. Like that was like one of my favorite. Thing, so I, so like, I had this question. I didn't ask it. What's a movie that's got an underrated soundtrack? Like uh, Into the Spider Verse, Miles Morales. Oh phenomenal that's soundtrack. underrated. Everyone loves Not that. underrated. I, I just made a song a for that movie and didn't get it. The second one. You made um, a song for it? Like I made, yeah, submitted some songs for it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's beast. Yeah, that didn't crazy, even though you had the opportunity to submit crazy. songs. But yeah, it's been cool. I've gotten to submit like for Madden, 2 Kelly things the last couple of years, like tons of stuff. And you don't always get it, but like I got a Disney Plus sync. For the new Spiderwick Chronicles for 9K, like they'll pay that much. I had to split it between like the songwriters that I work with and my yeah. producer, but it's still cool that like you know Even certain songs can for a minute, right? For one minute, they're like, we want to use your song for one minute. Here's our budget for that song. Yeah, that's crazy. So imagine like songs that are like big in movies, like detrimental. Sunflower. Like those can be like a yeah. Sunflower is probably half a million a million up. dollars for that yeah. movie. You know what I'm saying? That's like. Not only that, but that's, yeah, that's... That song, like, is that movie. All right, I already asked this question earlier. How many movie TV-based tattoos do you have? He oh, I don't Wanda know how Cosma. many. Cosma. Tons. Oh, Cosma. Bro. Like, you think... Tons. Plus or minus 20. Here's Bart. Here's the regular show characters. Here's SpongeBob Ice Cream. I love that. Um, <laughs> here's Boo from Mario Kart. Here's Rick and Morty. Like, I have the Grinch. Yeah. Guys, this guys, come on. This it's a plus little, 20. It's plus 20. Plus 20. Holy love cow. That. I got characters that y'all would be like, really? Like, I love them, but like, really? Like, is it really? <laughs> Danny Phantom. You said you had Huge. him. I yeah, love yeah, Danny I saw Phantom. him. He's on his leg. Who is the greatest actor in your opinion? Oh, my gosh, bro. Oh, my gosh. There's so many good ones. I'm going to hate myself when I leave. So I'm going to be like, I should have said that person. Obviously, Heath Ledger is amazing. I really, really love... I just saw Anyone But You. If y'all have seen that rom-com? Yeah. I, now I love Glenn Powell. I'm a, I love his stuff. Who's he was Glenn amazing. Powell? He plays in Anyone But You with Sidney Sweeney. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, okay. So that's like a rom It's a new movie. I love his yeah, stuff. He's that beast? He's just great. He was just really likable. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I love Jonah Hill. I love Seth Rogen. Those are like some of my favorites. I heard like Jonah automatic. Hill's not someone you want to meet. Maybe. What's the yeah. funniest movie? James Franco, time? too. I love James Franco. He's yeah. amazing. Like, actors that can do multiple things. Yeah. Incredible. Like, love that. What's the funniest movie of all time? Oh, my gosh. Dude, like, Step Brothers will make you laugh. Super bad. Super bad. Napoleon Dynamite is just killer. <laughs> um, Like, oh, my gosh. There's so, like... There's so many really Hot funny... Hot Rod is a good, funny movie. Hot Rod is a hilarious. great movie, bro. That might be an underrated movie as well. Yeah, probably. Dude, there's just so many movies, you know, that you'll turn on one? just to just, like... Like, all right, let me just, like, get my vibes together. Let me just laugh. Yeah, I hardly even watch movies now. It's more like white noise, but I do love having something in the background. I Next question. Rain, I feel that. Would you switch from rapping to an acting career at any point? Um... 
I'm already like doing acting stuff. Like I have an agency. And, Full like, acting. I'm, yeah, I'm doing like auditions and stuff. So like I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But Not I'm not fun. doing. But I'm not doing. Um, like I. I got some opportunities. Like I'm about to do. Uh, I'm working on developing a show called like You've Been Wixed, which is like similar to Punked. Which is no. like a bunch of bitches. So they're trying to give me my own type you of segment. You just got yeah. wixed and he friend. disappears. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. So just like finding ways, right? We're already doing an interview. To like, You're on acid to like, right now. I've gotten, some, I've gotten some cool... Yeah, so like things... Y'all would be hilarious to produce a show, bro. So that's what I'm saying. So like I've gotten some cool opportunities that I'm developing and then um, like obviously, you know, I would never want to just like quit music because I think that... That's like one of the things that I'm really good at, and like For my sure. dad, my dad's a pastor, and his gift is to like deliver a message and connect with people and help people, and I feel like that's my same like gift and that's what I was here to do but it's just like in a different way and like music for me like I understand it's very digestible and sometimes you can get a great message from something that you wouldn't have listened to if it wasn't like given to you in a way that you actually wanted to hear it because you could be sitting in class and hear something that could be like life changing for you that you needed but you're so fucking bored by this teacher <laughs> and you know what I'm saying and you're ADHD that you just don't hear it but you hear an amazing song with a great beat and like the voice is good and you're like oh wow like that message is so That does powerful. make sense. So like, that's how I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do with music. So, John? What's a movie you remember watching in high school? In um, class? And that was like so funny. No, no, no. Or not funny, just like a remember? Oh, we watched that. I remember cool. watching like the sixth Harry Potter movie in Florida with two of my yeah. buddies when we were like going to Disney. No, I mean in class. I'm like playing for you in Oh, school. okay, okay. I watched Last Samurai in a class. Like, what was the coolest What's Last one? Samurai? No, just anyone. Do so, you two different anything? things. Like, the first thing that ever made me rap, the first video I was ever shown, g Easy, it was Jackson Schultz. That's why I want to tell you all the story, because you all know these people. Jackson and Collier. Me and Collier are just in the basement. Who knows what the fuck we're doing? It was probably just, like, it's, I don't know, watching... Collier's still making music? Still, yeah. And he, he has tons of stuff now. He's, he's incredible. Y'all should bring him in here one day. But um, Jackson runs down the stairs, and he's like, y'all gotta watch this. This artist, g Easy, he's sick. And he shows us this video called Almost Famous. Me and Collier watch it, and we're like... I'm literally watching this like, holy crap, for the first time, like I felt like I'd seen an artist that I was able to relate to that like made me understand that I could also do what I wanted to do, but be myself and it could be cool. So like, I was very appreciative of that. So shout yeah. out to Jackson. It was that moment that really, I, re- I literally remember it being like a moment being like, whoa. Movie in class, TV show in class. Oh man, I just thought you completely just like didn't no, understand the question. <laughs> no, I had, to just, I had to just give y'all a side story. I just wanted to give y'all a side story. Shout out Jackson. Yeah, I love Jackson. My movie and TV show, and because I like that story is dope to me. Like that yeah, literally like, the man. made me realize that I can actually Jackson do here. it. Yeah, we pretty much shout out Jackson every other episode. That's man. hilarious, dude. What a legend. So, okay, so then from like, sorry. So to go back to your question, movie and TV show, and class. Bro, so many good ones, man. I don't know, man. What? Bill know. Nye, bro. Fuck that. Bill oh, Nye. Bill easy. Nye. Bill Nye's a good one. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> All right. What is the perfect duration for a movie? Oh, Length. my goodness, bro. Yeah. Duration. I don't want to be sitting there. I don't want to be sitting there for hours, bro. Like, give me, like... Like in like in like what's that movie Inception or like yeah, uh, three or, hours like that, the movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey yeah Inception Inter- Inception Interstellar Interstellar, Interstellar. I love right. that movie though I got, bro that was so funny and then when I saw that in the movies I was with Collier and Jackson in high school and they were like they remember Jackson was like y'all don't understand the movie y'all don't get it you don't understand <laughs> yeah, it. you know it made it feel stupid you don't understand it that's why I was like bro that was the longest movie of my life but it was so cool but I just remember being in parts like. This is so boring. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. But those movies are incredible and they're yeah. game changing. You know what I'm saying? But like, 
Don't wait. Like that's too long. Two like, hours. Come on, guys. Two hours. Two hours. I think, uh, I think hour, hour and fifty and minutes. Yeah. Hour and a half is too short. That's like a comedy. An okay. hour thirty can be good for a comedy. Hour fifty Need can be any minutes. movie. You, you gotta possibly keep the story. To make. You gotta keep it going, bro. <laughs> the plot's gotta be there. The yeah. plot's gotta be there. But if yeah. it makes sense, it's adding the story. Then I'm fine with an hour fifty two hours. I can get through it. I can do it. What about favorite TV show of all time? Oh my gosh, dude! There's so many. Off the cuff, Jackson Schultz. Family Guy. <laughs> Jackson Schultz's TV show. His sitcom was crazy, dude. Um, Jackson on show. He was. Guy. Jackson doesn't watch this episode and just you know what I'm saying. Throw, <laughs> buy me lunch or something. Then. Nah. Uh, Jackson's like doing something crazy now too. Exactly. Yeah, so he buy me. He buy me dinner and drinks for this. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, bro, I love SpongeBob Game Changer. I used to sneak the laptop upstairs. My parents were thought I was like sneaking to watch porn and they were like super afraid you know because I was like finally like sneaking off I was a kid and they were like check this the history and it was just straight family guy videos on YouTube <laughs> like I was like obsessed with watching family guy and like sneaking to watch Lil Wayne and stuff that's a good one so I'd probably say family guy was like probably one of my favorite shows growing up because it was just so funny you got one more yeah my last question three snack items you would bring to a movie theater like, what are the three items? Like, I have to have popcorn, like, if I'm going to sit in the movie. Otherwise, yeah, that's it's one like, of them. why am Bang. I here? That's a necessity. Like, why am I here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this is stupid. Like, what am I going to sit here and just, like, like yeah, meat? You know, what am I going to be meat? You know what I'm saying? Just sit here in the movie and just fondle myself? No, I want to eat some popcorn and watch like, a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is stupid. So, I need my popcorn. I would like I would like some sour candy. You know what I'm I saying? I love sour candy. I need it's... some sour candy. What Otherwise, is the sour I'm candy, cool with raisinets. Big raisinette guy. I know a lot of people think that's gross, but raisinets like, are beast. People hate on raisinets. Yeah, my dad. I think he always liked them and had them around. So I was like, you know, this is this is cool. I can deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I would like candy. What's yeah. the sour candy though? You got to be specific. Sour candy would like. I would like some sour Skates? patch watermelon. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm throwing it into the popcorn bucket. I'm throwing it all That's over. insanity, dude. We're sour getting candy it in. in the Yo popcorn. mix. I used to go crazy, dog. I used to be able to I'd put the butter in that bitch. Because every single time I leave the theater, right? Like you're leaving <laughs> with like a movie again. with like a stomach ache and nausea and like the icy's hurting your stomach. Oh yeah. So I need an icy, my sour candy, and I need my popcorn. popcorn. That's your like easy. Love I would it. like some cheddar saw if I can. You can definitely have cheddar right, salt. No. What year did The Dark Knight come out? Oh. More of a trivia than that. Are you talking about you or Batman? What do you mean? Christian Bale. <laughs> Are you Batman? I'm Batman. <laughs> what year do you think the movie The Dark Knight came out? The original Christian one? Bale. Dark Christian Knight. Bale. Okay. With the Joker. Sorry oh. You've been talking about Heath Ledger. Great question. <laughs> my fault. My fault. I was trying to be funny. I'm and just, funny. Take, just try and I'll uh, let you know once you. I would say... <laughs> I'm going to say like 011. Oh, Dude, it was game changing. <laughs> it was game changing. That's all I had to say. I bet we were in like the seventh or eighth grade because I remember right when the trailer came out and they had that scene where Joker pushes the guy's head through the pencil. Like yeah. that was like in the trailer and everybody was like, "Whoa!" I think you were younger than that. I think I was like eighth grade. Like so, so I was. I remember my friend Brody being like, "Dude, did you see the scene? This is like gonna be insane. Like you have to take rated R." <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I probably had to have been like in, I guess, if you were in eighth grade. I what? think so. Dang, that was a little bro for real. I was probably fifth or sixth grade. Oh, five? Oh, eight. Whoa. Oh, eight? Yeah. I think I was in eighth I grade. I was eight. dancing so around. What is it. this year? We're at 24. So, what does that mean? It's like 16. 16 years? Sheesh. That's, so like, I that's was, always tough. Do the math. I'm 25 years old. 16 years ago, you nine. were nine. 
Nine. Eesh. What? Single digits. That don't even sound right. Don't no, that even sound right? That's, like, yeah. that's always how it feels, though, when you're like, oh, when did Michael Jackson die? And then everyone's like, it was like 15 years ago. And <laughs> that's like, crazy. Do y'all remember where you were when Michael Jackson died? I know. I remember I where I was where when you Kobe at? Bryant died. <laughs> I remember that, too. I was at Lowe's, and I said, no, he didn't die. Shut up, Taylor. Stop saying that. I went right. to pick up a package, okay. and I came back, and my buddies were sitting on the sofa, and they were like, Kobe died. And it was pretty much like what you see with like all these Weird, celebrities. Yeah. Like, Kobe who? Kobe, like, it could have been Kobe Bryant. I remember Bryan. where I was when Mac Miller died, too. I, I don't remember that one. I was sitting in this room and with a bunch of my homies in, the, in like our crib like in sophomore year of Georgia, and I started crying. My friends started laughing at me like, are you serious? And they're like, oh, shit, sorry, bro. Like, damn, we didn't know you, like, you fucked with Mac Miller like that. Yeah. I remember being devastated. And then, yeah, I remember with Michael Jackson, I remember being at this restaurant at the lake, bro. I just remember Started finding crying. out. Nah, I didn't cry. Yeah, that would have been a tough one to cry <laughs> They're like, damn, like, did you meet Michael? Are you okay? <laughs> Michael. How long did you know that? Did Michael? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... All right, I got one more game, Okay. but then I'm about wrapped up. All right, all right. It's like a Mad Lib. Okay, cool. All right? All right. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for this. Give me a plural noun. I don't know what Mad Lib means. Is that just where you fill in the words? Yeah, you give me sense? a the sentence at the end. You okay. give me a plural noun, and I'll, I'll tell you give me. Guys, listen, I used to struggle. First place thing. <laughs> them, grammar, them grammar trees you and shit. You know what? Mad Libs kind of scare me, too. <laughs> He's talking about a noun, I pronoun, all these things. I'm like, shit. Uh, First place to... thing is a noun. So plural noun is just... So noun, right? Person, yeah. place, or thing. Yeah. Let's do... A plural, so multiple. I can add this. <laughs> Let's do Caitlyn Jenner. All right. Caitlyn Jenner. Let's just get straight into it. There's multiple Jenners? <laughs> it's so for plural. all the Caitlyn Jenners and anybody who's like I'm going to do the Jenners since it was plural. The Jenners. Okay. The Jenners. Or, no, that's boring. Let's yeah, do more. Change it. Oranges. Let's change it. So Orange. it's going to be multiple. Um, <laughs> let's do... Let's do... Uh, let's do... Ah, dude. It's <laughs> not supposed to be this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a person, place, or thing. I got about 12 of these. Clowns. All right, like clowns. Clowns works Love really good. All right. Uh, adjective. What is that? Uh, it's it's like the yellow ball. Yellow. So, yellow so would be the adjective. Or, uh, clowns. Funny man. Let's do turquoise. Love that. Okay. Turquoise turtle. Should have said velvet. Uh, give me a proper noun. So that's like, uh, you know, like either. Uh, <laughs> that shit gets confusing. They got all these nouns and shit. Why do they got all these branches of nouns? Like, what is this? George, like Nike and shit? Like, this shit's too much. Like, I don't proper would be like, we like The king, uh, right? Like, like cursive It's so funny. You just use cursive or something? Was it cursive? Like, I don't understand. So like, it just has a capital letter. So, like, Wix has a capital letter. France has a capital letter. Let's do. Let's just do an all-around goat. Let's just throw LeBron in the mix. All right, I like let's LeBron. Go ahead and, let's, let's go ahead and LeBron's get the viewers up real quick. All right. Love it. Uh, now I need another plural noun. We got to get to the end of this. Y'all are going to like it when it's done. <laughs> All right. Plural <laughs> noun. So multiple noun. Like multiple of what? Yeah, yeah. You can just say noun and then I can add an S, but... It's not Caitlyn Jenner, not a specific person. Yeah, because... It can't be a person? No, 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 it's not proper. So it's a regular noun? Yeah. It was not plural. Just give me a noun. I'm so confused, bro. Person, place, or thing. Throw okay, it okay, out. okay. Yeah, y'all gotta keep saying that. Y'all remember what I did before this podcast when we were chopping it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> person, place, or thing. Let's do a thing. 
Let's do a bouncy ball. Right, bouncy like balls. That. That's a good one. Bouncy balls. Bouncy balls. Nice. Partner's pizza. That's what I think of. All right. Uh, That's good. Adjective. I'm going to need three adjectives in a row here. Those are the next yes, three. they're hot. What? Remember adjective. Color. Description. Description. Color. Velvet. Velvet's good. Neon. Neon's good. Lots of do like funny. Is funny a color? The funny boy. <laughs> oh, I thought it was all was colors. It's about describing a thing. Oh, describing. No, so like, oh, man, but that was all the time. Uh, let's do... Let's descriptive do, word. Let's do fruity. Fruity's there good. There you go. All right. That's my oh, adjectives. said funny or stuff. I'm over here like... Uh, nouns. <laughs> I need a noun. Maroon. Then I need two proper nouns. So regular noun first. Person, place, or thing? Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Let's do a place, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let's do... Wixtopia. Wixtopia. Love that. That could Huge be a good fit. Area. All right, now two proper nouns. Those are back to the capital to the letters. Cursive Names. Um, places that... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cursive Great shit. <laughs> Specific places. <laughs> Let's do a... What's the name of the podcast again one more time? Movie, movie night. night. Let's do the movie night room. Right. Huge. Let's do... Huge. <laughs> let's do um, a bar mitzvah. Love that. I'm not Jewish, but let's just bar throw that good. in the mix. That'd be a good time. I'd love to pull up and just party. And then let's do... I think uh, that's it for those two. Okay, cool. All right, now I need a verb. Two verbs in a row. Verb is like uh, what you're Action. doing. Action of what you're Jump, doing. Jump, run. Oh. Hump. Hump. All right, another verb. Uh, um, French kiss. This is going to be insane. Yeah, and it's going to be funny. <laughs> Let's just see where All this right. goes. And then I need a noun. One last noun. Person, person place, or thing. thing. But not like an actual person. No, no, no. Not a proper one. Yeah. Person, There's place, so many nouns in this thing. room right now. So many things. Okay. Let's do prosthetic leg. Love prosthetic that. Prosthetic leg. And then let's get a nickname. This is the last one. All right, hold on. We've talking. talked about some nicknames. We've said some really good ones. That's some good me? nicknames. I thought about me. I thought about Big Cheese. Big Cheese. I like Big Cheese. I'm like, this is my last chance. That's true. Let's think about a nickname, you know, I get all the time. Let's think about Daddy. Let's think about um, right. Legend. <laughs> you know, Legend. You know, um, the Comeback Kid. Uh, it's just what people call me on the daily. Good yeah, company. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, guess we just, I guess we just can do... Uh, we can just do big cheese. Big oh, cheese, big cheese. cheese. All right, Cheap that's the end. Okay, I'm glad we made it. All right, <coughs> All right the, the, name of this game, the name of this game is Wixlib. 100 Wix Clowns Lib. by Turquoise Wix Patton. And LeBron, don't really like my bouncy balls, but tell me I'm going to be velvet. Because I've been feeling neon all day, but tell me everything been fruity. Bro, you got. You shouldn't have told me to do the color thing. I got caught up on my phone. <laughs> no, it just gave you the option. You're like, very neon. No, no. Because you've been on my Wixtopia hey. all the time. What? But tell me, why you? Why won't you be mine? Like I, like everything I did for movie night was to, was to tell your bar mitzvah what you meant to me. 
That's Cause awesome. Because I, I know you've been humping all about me all night long. <laughs> We've been French kissing till about three. <laughs> That's good. That was a good lie. And it's not a prosthetic leg to you, baby. Now tell me, Big Cheese, won't you sing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Like, Yo, let's get around. Isn't that one around. of your songs? Yeah, yeah. I took what? it from 100 Miles. What song? 100 Miles, and I took the lyrics. Oh, oh my god, lyrics? Like, I was like, Is I that didn't even song? I was like, I didn't even think Wix Say it like, one more time. Say the song. <laughs> say, the, <laughs> say the Mad Lib one more time. I was like, I don't think uh, Wix knows that this is happening right no, now. No, I didn't. <laughs> Alright, I said, this game is called Wix Lib. And this is 100 Clowns by Turquoise Wix Patton. <laughs> and LeBron don't really like my bouncy balls, but tell him I'm a bee velvet. Because I've been feeling neon all day, but tell him everything been fruity. Because you've been on my Wixtopia all the time, but tell me why won't you be mine? Bye. Like everything I did, <laughs> like everything I did for movie nine. <laughs> <laughs> to tell your bar mitzvah what you meant to me. Because I know you've been humping all about me all yeah. night long. We've been French kissing till about three. three. Let's go. And it's not a prosthetic leg to you, baby. baby. Now tell me, big cheese, won't you sing? Alright, I'm that was a hit, bro. That's a remix. That's a remix. Alright, y'all. Had I think that's time, a podcast. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you guys for having me. Thank, yeah, you, well, thank you for coming. This was a blast. Yeah, we had hey, a good man. time. Well, you back. Hey, man, if you made it this far, I just want to say I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for just having me on the channel, man. Thank you all for listening. This camera, this camera, this camera. What's the next big thing for Wix Patton? What's coming out next? What are we? February, February sounds like hot ones right February now. February yeah. 29th. Yeah, this camera. February 29th. <laughs> I have a concert at 40 Watt in Athens, Georgia. Like Nirvana's performed there, Rapper Road, a bunch of legendary rock venue. I'd love for y'all to come. Anybody that wants to come out, hit me up. And um, thank you guys again. Awesome, man. Thanks, here, man. Love I appreciate that, you so thank much. Thank you for coming. This was, was a blast. Fun. All right, we got to be quiet one more time. Just a little. <laughs>